0: The extravaganza, that's coming your way momentarily. But my purpose is to infotain you. That's my goal. That's my mission. I might not always succeed, but compared to most broadcasters, most so-called influencers, the fucking people people listen to. Really? Does Joe Rogan really have 12 million listeners to every one of his podcasts? I don't fucking believe so. People listen to the likes of him and Tim Pool, Alex Jones, certifiable bona fide assholes. What instead they could be listening to me? Go figure. Yeah, what's that all so about? Uh, no one's ever gone broke. Uh, estimating the uh, the intelligence of the very average American. Sometimes I think the average IQ in this country is somewhere around seventy-five. Half that. If you're including MAGA morons. We're on shortwave. At 6.160 megahertz. And the internet at JohnLightning.com. WBCQ. <laughs> Vermont
1: is
2: yep. USA. And I
0: <laughs> Okay, what have I got to do now? I'm down to one mouse this evening. On this computer. I normally have a couple of them so I could attack this computer from any angle, but uh, the mouse stopped operating right. Every time I try and scroll forward, the minute I take my finger off the mouse, it would start scrolling back. That's why I keep like two or three of everything on hand. Yeah, you're right, I could use an extra penis to do it. time for Johnny
3: Lightning. Oh, no. fuck. Uh, it's radio for consenting adults. New York International, Pally.
0: Is everybody happy? That's right, there's been so much news and so much of it depressing, particularly news about the uh, Palestinian-Israel situation, which we will discuss in detail. I've done my homework. What about you? Yes, Jerry, upbeat music, bringing you in to the fold here at RI. This is Radio New York International, coming to you live from New York. York City. So, all those tents, the uh, descent of number one and number two, the used needles and the zombie like fentanyl users falling onto you when you're riding the subway, just another day in New York City, folks. And an interesting story today, and this was just brought to my attention uh, from, from a Sal email a little earlier this afternoon. A 300-pound California woman gave birth earlier today to an 18-pound baby. 18 pounds, my dog! When her water broke, FEMA showed up. (laughs) I think they built a berm around her. took many hours. Hey, thank you all for listening and supporting our ongoing effort. This effort in quality radio is now in its 25th year on WBCQ, America's only three radio station. Love those effects, uh, And on behalf of Dave the Boogeyman and LF Midwood and Aaron the K and brother Steve, uh, one more big thank you to all of those folks. And a reminder, stay tuned. It's going to be weird. Okay, I'm here, so you know it has to be weird. Yeah, we'll discuss Deadbeat Donald, all the usual shit. It's going to be somewhat political tonight. Yeah, come on. Trump's Christmas message to his opponents was made a rotten hell. And after that, he wrote, Merry Christmas. Get the... Ladies and gentlemen, this is the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. The best damn radio show ever. Anywhere, here's
1: Johnny Lightning. Insightful political analysis from Johnny Lightning
4: from the Isle of Staten on RNI.
0: Yes, we are coming to you from the Isle of Staten. Uh, <laughs> what is uh, <laughs> Jerry uh, spelled G-E-R-R-Y. There was another Jerry that got in touch with us once. That was G-E-R-R-Y. You don't care? What's wrong with you? Uh, he said, Johnny, is there anything better than a Trump rally? Now, I'm assuming he's a Trumpster, in which case uh, he might get somewhat annoyed listening to this show tonight. But he wants to know if there's anything better than a Trump rally? Yes, yes. A Trump funeral (laughs) with (laughs) one. On that day, all weed dispensaries and liquor stores all across America will be sold out, probably all across the world, because it will be party time, oh yeah. And uh, as he did his best to sell out my America, that would be most funny, because fascism is a problem in America now. Fascism is spreading like COVID. And it'll end up killing far more people than COVID did in this country. If uh, if if we don't put our collective feet on the neck of this fucking nonsense now. Now. Yeah, it's going to be that kind of show. The bilge and bladiskite this boorish brigand uses to delude people. To delude people. To fool his minions of true believers. I mean, it's usually pure treacle. It's meaningless nonsense designed to appeal to the less than appealing people, who turn auditoriums into public toilets just by being there. <laughs> I, I I know that might seem somewhat harsh, but it's it's meant to be. Think about who you want to, uh, who you might want to empower. For four more years Although after four years uh, He certainly wouldn't be done Unless he was otherwise done Meaning he did drop the fuck dead Not that I wish that on anybody Including him When I know I should wish it on him Let's <laughs> indict the motherfucker Yeah Let's indict. <laughs> Yes Fascism is coming to America, and it's because of Trump, who, as usual, uses projection, always uses projection to see to it that his opponents, they're the fascists, they're the communists, they're the wackos, they're the ones that are going to take away your
5: freedoms. The Democrats aren't. They're fascists. They're not. They Uh, want school boards. They want people to take your children and do things with your children that are not even speakable
0: What the fuck is he talking about? Do things with your children?
5: Take your children and do things with your children that are not even speakable.
0: See, that type of statement is one of the reasons why I fucking hate him. Because he will try and convince as many of his true believers as he can that simply by virtue, kind of, of being a Democrat, Obviously, you have to be a pedophile. You have to be a kid diddler. And if there has ever been a kid diddler in the White House, other than Bill Clinton, no, and even he didn't go after the underage, but Trump has history. Trump has history. It was something like, what was it, at least a, a dozen or so different women, uh, one a, as young as 13, who made claims against Trump for uh, for sexual harassment, and none of them None of them thought it would be favorable to them in the long run to try and take him on. And this is a guy who is uh, who is not at all cognitively challenged and who continues to believe, I guess, that Obama is still the president. They uh, were interviewing him two weeks
5: ago and they said, uh, what would you advise President Obama? The whole world seems to be exploding and imploding. And he said it's very simple. He should immediately resign, and they should replace him with President Trump. Brian, it's all <laughs> coming through Iran, and Obama wants to—he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to mention—he doesn't even mention them in his statements. It's all coming through Iran.
3: Well, you mean President Biden. So,
0: uh, uh, but right you know, now— I
5: also mean Obama. What do you mean? I mean Obama and Biden, but uh, uh, Obama is Biden's boss.
0: But I don't want you to think Trump is that stupid, because he— uh, he apparently realized this week, revelation, that there are many languages spoken by many people on this planet. You have children going to school speaking languages that nobody even knows what the language is. What the, what the hell is that? What does that mean? Everybody that has a language, uh, I'm sure somebody else speaks it. There are many languages in the
5: world, they don't even know what the language is. <laughs> nonsense. And they're sitting in classrooms and there's no room for our students in the classroom. Because Obamacare, as you know, is a catastrophe for American families. Almost had it done, but then John McCain voted it down after campaigning for 10 years to kill it.
0: And as we all know, the the statement he made uh, a week or two ago, that is perhaps the most egregious, was the one he made uh, that of course referenced Hitler when he spoke about Newcomers, foreigners to this country, poisoning the blood of our nation.
5: We got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and. Prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world, they're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world, they're pouring into our country, nobody's even looking at them, they just come in, Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous, the terrorism is going to be, terrorism is going to be, and then we built
0: a tremendous piece of the wall. Make them fear, make them fear the unknown. Make him fear the newcomers. And Trump is doing it using this Hitler-esque rhetoric, rhetoric which he's, he's doing it intentionally. I, you, you would never hear him say, oh, I've been told I sound like Hitler, and I didn't mean to sound just like Hitler, because obviously he does. He does. That's what he wants. Yeah, they're poisoning the blood of our country. In mental institutions, they're coming from all over. Let's be clear: migrants poisoning the blood is purely Hitler rhetoric, nothing more. Coming from this low-life scumbag, 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 who needs needs to become president again, so that he doesn't spend any time, you know, uh, in lockup, behind bars, where he, sh- where, where he should. Spend the remainder of his miserable life, where he, could, uh, where he can grow uh, even more doddering in, uh, in relatively private, although he thinks mentally uh, he's better now than he's ever been. I think I'd know it, but I'm 100 percent up here. I feel I'm better than I was 25 years ago. <laughs>
5: I think I'd know it I think I'd know it. I really maybe, maybe you know it, but you don't want to know it. You know, that could be also like that. But I think I'd know it, you know when you say it. Total
0: gibberish. Like uh, like some of the statements he made, uh, what was it, two nights ago. When he goes off script, look, that's what people are there for. You can always tell when Trump is reading because he sounds like he's reading. But uh, when he's going off the cuff, that's generally when his people like him best, and that's generally when he sounds the stupidest.
5: Over the seas, and it comes right over our land. What, what is he talking and about? And then they want us to have clean. I say, wait a minute, we, we're going to be clean, but it's all flying. Just remember that. Does that make sense? Huh? In other words, it's all coming through the currents, through the air. It all comes. You can, they can name it. They can say exactly where it's going to be and when.
0: The stable genius. The stable genius that is so stable, so knowledgeable, that, uh, well, I learned something the other day about magnets and magnetism that I never knew before. They had an almost billion dollar cost
5: overrun on the magnetic elevators. Think of it, magnets. Now, all I know about magnets is this. Give me a glass of water. Let me drop it on the magnets. That's the end of the magnets. Why didn't they
0: use? That's the end? That Drop magnets in water and that's the end of the magnets give me a glass of water let me drop it on
5: the magnets that's the end of the magnets why didn't they use John Deere why didn't they bring in the John
0: Deere people do you like John Deere i like John Deere <laughs> when did John Deere known primarily for making farm equipment when did they start manufacturing elevators the answer is they haven't <laughs> they haven't more Gibberish from this idiot, from this moron, by this total galvone who also uh, serenaded the crowd the other day with this piece of useless information. First, they say,
5: Sir, sir, how do you do it? How do you wake up in the morning and put on your pants? And I say, Well, I don't think about it too much. I don't want to think about it. Because if I think about it too much, maybe I won't want to do it. But I love it because we're going to do something for this country that's never been done before. Because this country is finished. If we don't win...
0: This country is finished. We've been hearing that since 2016. And what did he do? And I I ask this question every so often here on Planet Radio and never get a response. Just What major accomplishment can be credited to Donald Trump for his four miserable years of hell? Give me one. I mean, there's probably one, maybe even two minor accomplishments. But try and hit me to what you believe is so wonderful, so great about what he did for this nation. And you're going to have to do it tonight via email. i No, I'm not going to open up the phone lines. I I think I've got way too much to say to waste time listening to the likes of you when I could force you kind of into composing your thoughts, putting them down on paper where you could be probably a a bit clearer and more succinct and to the point, and that's what I would like tonight. I would like to hear from you regarding anything I opinionate upon, and the email address, as always, is johnplightning at AOL.com. All you have to do is know how to spell lightning, and you've got it. John P.A. John, John P. Lightning. Wait a minute. Ah, sometimes i got to smack myself a little. John JohnPLightning at AOL.com. And uh, Ted knows that address, sadly. Ted has sent along his first email of the evening. Yeah, one down, 10 or 20 more to go. Ted states, regarding the roots, uh, I must have talked about Brother Giuliani. John He's gone from being morally bankrupt to actually bankrupt. <laughs> Quite true. Bankrupt to the tune of 148 million dollars. 148 million dollars and he has projected that considering all the other court cases pending against him and and uh, I, I, I guess, alimony payments to uh, former wives and, uh, and of course, uh, that, uh, that election machine manufacturer that's looking to get uh, billions and billions of dollars from him. Uh, he's going to be, uh, well, if he isn't bankrupt now, he soon will be. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Huh? Here's my handle, here's my spout. What? Yeah, and I'd like to smack you right in your snout. Listening, to G- 11, 11, this is 11L. This is John P. Lightning. And by the way, Ted Heather, the kidder, closed with this Johnny, what's the difference between Hunter Biden and a high <laughs> chair? Again, I don't, don't, don't. What's the difference between Hunter Biden and a high chair? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. The answer, Pally, a high
6: chair supports children.
0: I must confess, gentlemen, I've always held a
7: sneaking admiration for this one. Johnny
8: Lightning.
6: I don't know who he is, but I hate him. John P. Lightning.
8: He is not sane.
0: from john lightning who met
2: nomad
7: i am nomad i am nomad i am nomad my function is to probe for biological infestations to destroy that which is not perfect i am nomad i am nomad no you're not
8: nomad you're an alien machine your programming tapes have been altered
7: You are in error. You are a biological unit. You are imperfect.
0: Well, if he's referring to John P. Lightning, he's certainly right about John P. Lightning being imperfect. If I was perfect, he wouldn't be listening.
8: Specimen gathering mission on planet Alpha 177. Mr. Spock is much stronger than the
9: ordinary
4: human being. Aroused, his great physical strength could kill. But
8: it's a risk I'll have to take. Something bothering you, Mrs. Spock? May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Unlike you, we humans are full of unpredictable emotions. Love. Tenderness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if I seem insensitive to what you're going through, Captain, understand it's the way I am. Don't be afraid. Here's my hand. More beautiful than any dream of beauty. What is your point, Mr. Spock? What's going on? I love you. I love you. Kiss me. Yeah, you're mine. Prospect appeared quite attractive to you a moment ago. You don't really want to hurt me, do you? Put that thing away. No, I don't think so. No, I can. It's painless and quick. i <laughs> made by Second Officer Spock. <laughs> possible we may have hit the wrong entry point yes <laughs> very well Captain. Oh. try again what are you waiting for hurry bury <laughs> <Murray's> the hatchet <laughs> an appropriate choice of terms captain <laughs> I feel so weak
5: I'll be glad when this is over believe me Mr. Spock it was painful in more ways than one
8: thank you Mr. Spock <laughs>
10: Let's go! With
11: John Lightning On WBCQ We are the planet
0: Woo! Yes, everything Donald Trump touches Everything that he's involved in or with Dies And that's, uh, I guess, D-Y-E-S <laughs> For Referring to Rudolph Giuliani Rudy,
10: Rudy, order to pay up, pay up The jury says guilty of
4: defamation
11: Use it
9: Most people, too. 11 John
11: B. Lightning.
0: Yes, from America's
2: mayor to keep him the fuck away from me. Rudy Giuliani filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York. He's listing debts of up to $500 million, assets of up to just $10 million. This comes just one day after a federal judge ruled Giuliani has to immediately pay that $148 million that he owes to two former Georgia election workers. NBC's Ken Delanian is following this for us. All right, Ken, I just got my hands on this. It's pretty thick. I haven't gone through all of it. Walk us through this bankruptcy filing and what it means.
3: So the main debt that he lists in this filing, Chris, is the $148 million he owes to ruby freeman and shea moss and that appears to have been the tipping point here he also owes more than a million dollars to some uh lawyers uh who are suing him and he lists some other theoretical notional debts that could occur in lawsuits where he is a defendant for example hunter biden is suing him for defamation uh smartmatic the voting company suing him so so he he's listing potential debts uh and and that goes up to $500 $500 million, dollars, but Oofa. is likely not dischargeable in bankruptcy because it resulted from willful and malicious acts, which are not subject to bankruptcy protection. So whatever happens with this reorganization tipping point here, he also owes more than a million dollars to some uh, lawyers uh, who are sex, which are not subject to bankruptcy protection. So whatever Wait a minute, that's what I wanted to replay, hold on. Million dollars, Stand by. But is likely not dischargeable in bankruptcy because it resulted from willful and malicious acts. Okay, so if if your acts are willful and malicious, then different rules apply, which are not subject to bankruptcy protection. Uh-huh. So whatever See? happens with this reorganization and and um, and the bankruptcy, this judgment will stay with him for the rest of his life. Now he can appeal it in order to appeal he's gonna have to put up a bond essentially equivalent to the amount to the hundred and forty eight million dollars which clearly he does not have so an appeal seems rather remote at this point. And that means that this judgment will stay with him. Now, will Ruby uh, Freeman and Moss get their money? Uh, that remains in question. What, what kind of assets does Rudy Giuliani have? We know that he has a lovely apartment on the Upper East Side of New York, and we know that because it's listed for sale right now. You can see it on the Sotheby's website. It's listed for $6.1 million. Uh, so to the extent that that is for sale and there isn't a debt on it, if, if he it makes some money from that... That essentially could go to some of the people, some of the creditors here. But uh, it's a long process that's just beginning, um, and it's a huge downfall for somebody who was once called America's mayor and who made a lot of money as a private lawyer, uh, but whose financial fortunes started to dwindle once he began working for Donald Trump.
0: Of course. And uh, too late for you, scumbag, Rudolph Giuliani. Modern, yeah, that 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 guy, uh, old and in the way, is 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 not just the name of a bluegrass group. That's that's what Rudolph Giuliani has become, and I know because I'm somewhat old myself. In fact, it was today uh, that I read online that the uh, the age of the average American, the average American, only lives, only lives to the age of 73, which puts me real close. To the end of the fucking line. So I should not even pay any attention to that, particularly as I'm relatively healthy, although my back the last couple of days, thank goodness for ibuprofen. If it gets any worse and I had to take any real drugs, see, I've never wanted to be in that position. I never want to be in a position where I have to be on some type of maintenance medication that's necessary to to keep from uh, having chronic pain. Other than the chronic pain of doing the show, you know, That's a little bit of everything. Radio extravaganza, Pally. Wonderful
11: R&I. Happy New Year. Let's
6: get some pizza. Let's get some
7: burgers. Hey, kids! I
10: know. Let's
7: get some fungus.
10: Yeah. yeah. Do you want some mushrooms? Mushrooms. Or some spores? Munch some mildew. Yeah, mildew. mildew. You want more? Everybody. Just
7: Come on down to the Fungus Hut Say, when you get that craving for mushrooms, molds, or any kind of parasitic lower plant life that lacks chlorophyll Come on down to the Fungus Hut
6: We have deep fried toadstools, mold shakes, and for dessert, hot mushroom pies No
7: thanks, we'll just have a big bucket of fungus So come out of the sunlight and discover the dank, musty world that's popping up near you So get out of
11: the Hut.
7: Come on down to the fungus. Oh, oh. The, the fungus, fungus. hot. Oh, the oh. fungus hot. It's fungi looking good. <laughs> John B. Lightning, a little
6: bit of everything. You have an L, R, and I on the planet. Only here, WBCQ.
0: Only on the queue, WBCQ, where uh, we continue to make fun of uh, of the uh, the former guy number forty five, and we have forty five, we have forty five trans disabled women of color here for you at people you probably don't want to That's a new <laughs> a new dumb website, <coughs> dumb line. Shouldn't have done it. <coughs> Hold on. First uh, time this evening, I have to uh, live take a drink so I can continue to chat at you. Mm. Ah, dear park, that's good water. Yeah. Here at the 11L Radio New York International, the primary difference I would like to think between what we do here and uh, many, not all, but, but many shows, uh, many uh, radio shows and podcasts do, is uh, they tailor the facts, they tailor the truth to fit a specific narrative at which point the truth no longer is and one should not have a platonic relationship with the truth ever ever you have to get fully involved friends you have to get fully involved you have to make the truth really mean it yeah you have to really love the truth you have to have a hard-on for the truth unlike uh, most republican trot models who really don't care and also Trump supporters overall, and again, yes, I know some, and they're fine, uh, generally honorable, kind, gentle, generous people who have shitty politics, and that flies against the, uh, the, the potential fact regarding some pundits that, uh, that there are only really two types of Trump supporters, and the primary group would, of course, be his cultists, uh, the rubes, the mocks. And they are wholly unaware that that is all they are to him. And that is the certifiably stupid 20%, give or take, of those hardcore maggots who support, their support of Deadbeat Donald would not waver if, if Jesus came back. If, if he shot Jesus Christ on Fifth Avenue because, you know, he was going to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, to, to what? To take communion? To eat himself? I don't understand my, what might have been going on there. But yeah, he could shoot Jesus Christ on Fifth Avenue and his supporters would be like, they'd be cool with that. That's one type of Trump supporter. The other are those who know. Who know the truth. They know who they're supporting. They know the truth about who and what he is. Mm, But they support him anyway. Because his politics is theirs. And his political enemies are also theirs. And of course, they love him. They love him for attempting to own the libs. And keep them out of power. They've got to keep the Wokies down. And, pal, if that means supporting an autocrat, a man who seeks to be our dictator, not our president, you know they're fine with it. And that's because their guy, you know, with with that power and position, having their guy in that position, fine by them. Because for them, a dictator would likely be good for business. Good for business. And corporate America, the real government, even if more tax breaks uh, and other favorable legislation is granted to them by a fascist and his cronies, they would still find that preferable to no power and position. And of course, libs in charge. They'll pay their fair share. Those motherfuckers will pay their fair share the same day that people across the planet say, bacon? Ew. Who'd want that? Oh, no bacon. No, no, no. (laughs) And Ted writes back in to state regarding Rudolph Giuliani, Johnny, if he sells... His apartment on uh on, on Madison Avenue, I, I believe where it is, six point two, whatever he's asking for it. I don't know, somebody's probably gonna get him down to at least maybe just a two. Uh Rudy's future home at this rate, John, will be a washing machine box. That's what's likely in his future. Not a washing machine, <laughs> just a box. Although in his case, uh one wonders. Will it come furnished
8: you, you, You're listening to... Ah! John Lightning. From the Isle of Staten in New York
4: City, R&I. These are unsolicited phone calls from real people
8: who receive the full nutrition of over 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every single day.
0: These are people who have tried Unbalanced of Nature.
2: I used to have the gout and the pain in my kidneys. My us would sting and burn. Oil. I had the, the AIDS. The Crohn's disease, pus and green stuff and flung coming out of my nose. Then I started using the unbalanced of nature. Now I've still got nail fungus, a bit of arthritis, and red stuff leaking from my pee But I think I'm better since I started using the unbalanced of nature. Although, who can really be sure? Yes, I'm using unbalanced of nature. And since I started using it, my breasts have grown four sizes. Of course, I've still got a little bit of a problem with those grunting discharges down well you know where but my gout is much improved my bronchitis is a lot better and i'm almost enjoying being penetrated again Thanks, Unbalanced of Nature.
0: Unbalanced of Nature is not guaranteed, not guaranteed to do anything at all. But our somewhat disingenuous ads lead you to believe that it just might be helpful because Unbalanced of Nature provides you with over 25,000 different fruits and vegetables every day in one single capsule. Why, that's more fruits and vegetables than actually even exist. Find out how Unbalanced of Nature can make your life swell today. Go to unbalancedofnature.com and enter promo code just a scam. That's promo code. Just a scam. Unbalanced of nature.
2: My stool isn't so green anymore. I've got that, you know, that sticky stuff in the corner of my eyes. Not as bad as it used to be, and I think I've got less flabb. Oh, I'm not sure.
0: Unbalanced of nature. The makers of Unbalanced of Nature sued for their false advertising claims.
11: Yeah.
0: That was good to see. So, Wayne LaPierre, head honcho of the NRA. Well, he was head honcho. He resigned. Another corrupt cocksucker. Seems he's been stealing from the NRA for a while. Yeah, after he put in... About 30, man. Years. Of course, he said he was resigning from his post because of health reasons. Come on, man. Meanwhile, here in my state of New York... Our Attorney General Letitia James, whose name has been in the news a bit of late, she filed a lawsuit to dissolve the NRA, claiming the organization violated laws for non-profit groups, committed tax fraud, and took millions for personal use of its employees, including a certain leader of the NRA. They're considering who to replace them with now. I believe there's a five-day waiting period <laughs> before they can. The Extravaganza Online at johnlightning.com. Now, this message from the NRA.
3: The Constitution does not decree the right to keep and bear arms. It says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The NRA believes that America's laws should be obeyed. And we will defend the right to bear arms By any means necessary We will not be docile for our oppressors Right I'm sorry, you're with the NRA? Yes Is there a problem? Of course not The NRA thinks everyone should have guns Yes, all my brothers should have guns
9: And we will not rest until we are roaming the streets heavily armed
8: Absolutely.
9: Our numbers grow daily with every hate crime or case of police brutality.
3: Why do you want to own guns again? It's my right. The Second Amendment also mentions a well-regulated militia. Oh, ho, ho,
9: ho.
4: we have a well-regulated militia.
3: Where do you live? That sounds like a background check. No, 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 uh, no, no. no. We would never do anything like that. Background checks are... um
9: Invasion of privacy. Right. A right is a right. It doesn't have to be justified. Correct? That's right. Absolutely. And it is my right to defend myself against a racist
3: government. Whoa, 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 whoa. The government for sure overreaches, and we hate them. But they aren't racist. No, I wouldn't go that far. You would if you came from where I come from. Okay, let's just show a little bit of control with the gun. Gun control is not necessary. What we need is gun education. You see this
9: trigger right here? The slightest pressure from my finger. I could send enough bullets to rip your body in half. What? What do you need that thing for? Hunting!
3: Hunting season is over, man. That depends on who you hunt. Who you're hunting? Was it? You said who?
9: Yeah. From my cold, dead (laughs) head.
1: John P. Lightning. It's 11LRNI.
12: Join the NRA. Shoot your gun today. Have yourself some down home Christian fun. Blow your friends away, we'll back you all the way. Defending your right to own a gun. When you think of all the benefits you're getting, life will be sweeter when you pack your heater and carry a license to be deadly. Come on and join today, it's the American.
11: Aim for the knees, aim for the chest, and always aim for the head in case they're wearing the best. Sharpen your skills to kill more fun. We'll be there to defend your right to hold a gun.
12: Come on and join today, and you'll be proud to say you're a member of the NRA.
3: This is 11 lr and I
1: A little bit of everything for you. It's time for Let's Go Bird Watching with the NRA.
7: There it is. You hear that? The love song of the North American yellow-breasted two-button Nuthatch. Chip, yep,
11: I see him. Oh my
9: oh good oh my god. Oh, oh, good <laughs> lord. You can have the drumsticks.
1: Join us again for Let's Go Bird Watching with the NRA, where birds not only sing, they sometimes scream for help. Ho! Listen. He's John Lightning. Red, white, and blue. boom,
9: boom, boom. Make sure New Year's resolutions.
0: Some local listeners might remember this bed from uh, way back when, I think, uh, WCBS, or maybe it was WINS, used to use this as, as a bed behind uh, their community service spots or something. And I always liked this bed. It's uh, Jose Feliciano on the guitar, and I do not play guitar but I am a big fan of guitars, which is why most every band that you ever hear me play features guitars, because it's my favorite instrument. Well, uh, second favorite, uh, uh, compared to my... Okay, you know where I'm going to go. No, you're right, I ain't going to go there. Fooled you, pal, fooled you. <laughs> Let's go with the All-Americans.
4: Radio
0: New York International. Yay! Ooh, I like that. A big long we. We being the staff of Radio New York International. We're here with you this evening. Good evening. Great to be here. Yes, there was a there was another school shooting this week, and they've become so commonplace. Even the cable stations now. You know, if it comes down to a to covering a school shooting or anything involving Taylor Swift, you're not going to hear about the school shooting. Even Deadbeat Donald, what a rodent. He uh, he told the crowd at, at, at that speech he gave uh, a, a day or two ago uh, about the school shooting. He said essentially, yeah, uh, we have to get over it. No, getting over it is part of the problem. We keep getting over it instead of doing something about
5: it. Before going further, I want to send our support and our deepest sympathies to the victims and families touched by the terrible school shooting yesterday uh-huh. in perry iowa he's reading to the entire community we love you we pray for you and we ask god to heal and comfort he's on the prompt really the whole the whole state and the pain the pain that you have this is something that's uh, very unique to your state uh, we're really with you uh, as much as anybody can be it's a very terrible thing that happened and uh it's just horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. But uh, I have to get over it. We have to move forward. We have to move forward.
0: What was that? What was that?
5: I have to get over it. We have to move forward. We have to move forward.
0: Yeah. Moving forward invariably means not dealing with the issue. We move forward. We, we, we go around it. We'll, we'll go around it, or we'll make a U turn around issues that matter so as to not have to address them. And uh, I'm definitely going to do that tonight uh, with, with Hamas. Probably going to uh, save most of that discussion for the last hour of the show, because believe me, it, it's what almost got me to do a special edition report. Uh, Uh, A couple of weeks ago when I was off the uh, air, Dave was more than willing to uh, assist me in providing some of his airtime to do it. And ultimately, I decided it would be so depressing to do some type of uh, a a special report uh, when Dave was trying to do an upbeat Happy New Year show that uh, I, I decided against it. It made more sense not to. And apparently... It is later than we think for democracy in America much later later And we have an email from Glenn who writes John crooks like Rudy know that they too they that they too can get away with murder in. CORRUPT AMERICA CORRUPT spelled in all caps and have you noticed that Alex Jones has never paid a dime to the Sandy Hook families he harmed so badly uh, which is something I said back at the time I said he will never come up with a dime. he will not pay anything he'll find a way to get around it he'll, he'll do a Trump meaning uh, he'll hire the best lawyers that his money can buy and he will just procrastinate, probably right up until he uh right up until he becomes an occupant of the earth, if you know what I mean. And this is where we're at in America these days, friends. America is truly vastly overrated. Glenn goes on to say, Rudy increased the problems on nine eleven. By locating the emergency center of the New York uh, of New York emergency operations at the World Trade Center site, I believe it was at Building Number Five. <coughs> Excuse me. After it had already been bombed, remember what was it? 1990. I forget what year it was uh, that they tried to uh, bomb the World Trade Center uh, with the truck with the explosives in the basement, which uh, which. Dave, the boogeyman, could tell the best stories about because he was there the day it happened. And fortunately, it didn't result in much. Yep, a truck bomb had gone off underground many years previously, if uh, you don't recall it. And those in the know, however, hated Rudy. They hated Rudy for that stupid fucking choice. But of course, nobody would speak ill of that crooked cocksucker on 911, on 9, you know when. It took only a few decades for him to self destruct and show us who and what he really is. I'm enjoying the show, Johnny. Well, I enjoyed that email, Glenn, and uh, thank you for it. Uh, see, sometimes you can't pre read emails because they're. Too long. By the way, right now, uh, Nostradamus, that's me, Nostradamus is going to predict. <clears throat> Damn, I can safely say, I believe, nobody waiting for money from Rudy, from deadbeat Donald, from Alex Jones. They'll never see a dime. I mean, hopefully they can shake loose enough coins from him to at least not leave them in deep finance in a really deep financial situation in in, in in a hole that they'll never be able to dig out of due to the slew of legal fees due. Uh, and because Rudy is obviously appealing the one hundred and forty eight million dollar decision, there's more lawyering to be done. I don't know who's going to pay for it. And. Those, uh, those two election officials in Georgia are not exactly wealthy. I don't know that they would have uh, taken the, the jobs they did if it wasn't for the fact that it is a nice way to make a little money on the side. And uh, I'm kind of jealous of them because no matter what I do here on Planet Radio WBCQ, I'm still not making a fucking time. <laughs> But I'm making you listen, and I appreciate you as a listener. I thank you, sir or madam, for your more than slightly suspect decision to listen to the Extravaganza and also to email your The Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza, a production of I Fought Radio. (sniffs) Easy now. Never eat franks and beans before going on the air. Because here at Radio New York International, we're all about democracy over dictatorship. We favor freedom over fascism. Yeah. Decency, too. That's important. Decency over dictatorship. Yeah. Decency, democracy, and freedom over dictatorship and fascism every fucking time. And by the way, Pally, by the way, there's a reason Trump always complains about the deep state, deep state. It's the institutional people in our government who keep the government orderly. They're people that I believe to be loyal to the country. And that was their problem. They're loyal to the country rather than loyal to the president. Let's see. Who else do we have? Oh, there's so much. Uh, Vivek, uh, Vivek, uh, Vivek, I just renamed him. Vivek uh, Radhaswamy. uh, He uh, he, uh, he, uh, essentially said this week uh, that the Capitol riot was an, you know, he's a Trump sucker, an inside job. And you know what? He was right. It was an inside job. I mean, uh, have any of you forgotten who was president on January 6, 2021? Guess he was right about that. And I guess you are a suspect in your decision to listen to the extravaganza. And Ted, please stop. All right, maybe not. I, I, I wanted to have a bad one-liner at this point in the show because I don't think I've done one in at least five minutes. And Ted responds with the following. Why tonight? Why at all? I don't know, but he sends this along. John, why is Ginger Baker like a cup of coffee? Yeah, I'll repeat it. Why is Ginger Baker like a cup of coffee? The answer, because they both suck without cream. Holy shit. It's John B. Lightning. And this particular piece of music A personal favorite of mine I enjoyed this song so much I might play it twice this evening Despite the fact that it's a tad long This is Russell Smith And the Amazing Rhythm Aces And a song from, what was it, their second or third album? Oh, it really doesn't matter What matters is this song is really good Standing beside the ocean Looking across the water,
10: everything's beautiful here, but still don't feel like I oughta. Things we wanted, I saw.
0: It's all. Keeping it real difference. I don't believe I said that. How stupid that phrase always was. If we're keeping it real, as I believe George Collins said, yeah, real fucking stupid. We heard the amazing Rhythm Aces. I've long loved that song. From their third or fourth album in 70, who the fuck knows when. That's right. Years don't count, John. 1975. One does not have to mention. One now should not mention what year a song came out, if that year was like a considerable number of years ago, like maybe from the 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s now. Don't mention I came out in 1975. It'll make the song sound old. Yeah, but the song itself sounded fucking great. Yes. But I agree, you shouldn't have to sell songs on the basis of when it came out. I'm just one of those guys that likes to know. So I'll often mention it, but I don't do that, uh, that oldies uh, that it has to sound like it's an oldies station style radio because there are still a numerous 50s, 60s, 70s oriented, mostly primarily internet music stations that present the music in such a manner that it sounds old. You'll have some ancient DJ doing a rap like this. Yeah, baby. Remember drive-in theaters, poodle skirts, doing the twist while wearing a hula hoop? Nobody wants to hear that anymore. That's right. There was a time when that kind of, with taking you back in time and presenting the music as though that song that we're playing from 1963, where we're playing it as if we were playing it in 1963, there was a time when that style of radio made sense which was primarily when most of the people that wanted to hear that style of radio was still alive! (laughs) Now, when you've got good music, regardless of how old it is, if it's good, if today's kidlings would like it, might like it, why present it in a manner that will turn them off immediately? Poodle skirts, dogs who are wearing skirts, it'd be meaningless to them because good music will always transcend the age of the music. Well, for the most part, and I played that amazing Rita Mace's song because I love it. And that guitar break at the end of it—it's just—it's just just, the right notes. When you play the right notes, you don't have to be fancy. You know, you can go on YouTube and find videos of six-year-old kid guitar players that are like, "Holy shit! How could he possibly be playing that well at his age?" But it seems there are uh, numerous savants out there. And they can all play well or uh, to a great extent what passes for playing well in recent decades has been playing fast. You know, squashing a whole lot of notes into 30 seconds when perhaps uh, some less notes and in particular well-placed quiet sections. You know, uh, that, that, that all saw about the notes you don't play are as important as the notes you do play. Well, it's an no saw because it's true. Doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be the right notes. And some guitarists uh, have a feel for what to play and when to play it. And I mention that in part because our very own boogeyman, Dave, the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Always sending me music files through the mail. And most of them are good to fantastic. And he sent me a song by The Three Sons. Can't say I ever heard of the Three Sons before. And an RCA recording was issued on a RCA 45 back on, I believe, 1957. A song called Wellin' Guitar. And yeah boy does the guitar on this cut well. And at times it competes with a sax and an accordion. <laughs> but it works. And it's a great little instrumental. And of course, first time I heard it, I was like, damn, who's playing guitar on that one? And bless you, in a totally non-religious way, internet. Jesus Christ, it's a miracle. I was able to find out that the player was George Barnes, Somebody we've spoken about in past extravaganzos. A primarily jazz, a jazz, a swing jazz guitarist, composer, recording engineer, producer, uh... He was quite the multi-talented motherfucker. And he was one of those jazz guitarists that was always able to find work as a studio musician because he could play in any style and play any style as though he was born to. Wonderful guitar playing. My kind of guitar playing. Loved it. George Barnes played on numerous dozens of top ten hits including one I always mention when I mention George Bonds, one I always play when I mention George Bonds. Yeah, I'm going to play it again. Uh, That being Connie Francis's Lipstick on Your Collar. And when I was doing some research about George Bonds, and in particular his playing on that tune, I came across a page of uh, commentaries on his playing on that tune from like 15 or so years ago. And most of the people, many of them guitarists commenting on it, we disparaging of his solo on Lipstick on Your Collar, which I think is magnificent. Indeed, only one person commenting, commented, uh, that's one of the greatest guitar solos of all time. Now that is going a tad overboard. Well, that is heaping, that is, that is heaping a helping appraise upon that solo that it doesn't quite deserve. It's fucking great as it is. But he was a jazz guitarist, went into the studio, was presented with this tune, and came up with that collection of notes that just works beautifully. And a song that's, that's so upbeat and poppy that if you're really in a sad, disgruntled, fucked up mood, if you don't feel better after listening to that tune, suicide just might be a solution. Of course, no, no, of course I'm only kidding, right? Pretty much for the most part. Absolutely! I love the solo. And lipstick on your collar. And comment after comment at this page, you're like, well, similar to my earlier statement, one guy said, no, the average 12-year-old could play better than that. Um, no. Better? Again, maybe faster? Yeah, a lot of these kid players are good, real fucking good. But could they have produced the George Bond solos I'm talking about? The one by the Three sons. we're going to hear that in a little bit here when we get to the Roots of Rock segment. And uh, it'll it'll be the bed I'll be talking over. So listen carefully to both John Lightning and the bed. (laughs) And now, of course, I have to play Lipstick on Your Collar because I love that song. And again, a lot of the commenters were like, oh, that's too twangy. It's only country. I don't like that. What's the big deal about that solo? Any guitarist that can't, Discern what's so good, what's so great about that solo. Mm, I'm gonna question that player's capabilities. Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy to be good. Doesn't have to be fancy to be great. Correct the mundo. Something I've been proving for twenty-four years now here on Planet Radio WBCQ. Yes, this is your the a little bit of everything radio extravaganza. Mm-hmm. We're instead of doing puerile, idiotic Base nonsensical radio we do hey wait a minute <laughs> that is what we do Am oh, my okay jingle and connie francis and i'll be a happy guy we're swinging
1: you're singing everything is great when you're listening to jumpy lightning
0: Right now. On you. Yeah, on you. Thanks Connie
1: the best
6: Wonderful Ari Let's get some pizza Let's get some
7: burgers Hey kids I know Let's get some
10: fungus yeah. Yeah. Do you want some mushrooms Mushrooms Or some spores Munch some mildew Mildew, mildew. you
0: already played this. What can you do? It's it's another fuck-up. Say, when you get that
7: craving for mushrooms, molds, or any kind of parasitic lower plant life that Mm, lacks chlorophyll,
6: come on down to the Fungus Hut. We have deep-fried toadstools, mold shakes, and for dessert, hot mushroom pies. No,
7: thanks. We'll just have a big bucket of fungus. Yeah. So
6: come out of the sunlight and
7: discover the dank, musty world that's popping up near you. So get out of the Come on down to the fungus! The fungus hot! The fungus hot! It's fungi licking good!
0: (laughs) It happens first on Sunday with Johnny Lightning! Can I have another jingle, please? I think just one more jingle and uh, I just might come. I'm gonna come! No, not you! It's It's mom! It's hard. John Lightning. Yeah, I rely. The extravaganza. Hey, ladies, what do you think of this penis? Wow. Back from a brief hiatus, meaning I haven't done a radio show in a month, and I could easily go six more. But because you are important to me, and because I'm important to you, right. I showed up again. Maybe without a lot of show, but hey, when I take off a month, I take off a month. No, as I always say, if I don't do a show for six months, I can pretty well guarantee you every day of those six months, I was working on the show in some way. The writing, the research, the production, it never ends. Stop it! All the C to it that twice a month, you get your fix. It was nice not having to work the holidays especially as my pal, Dave the Boogeyman, bailed me out with extra shows and really good ones. So, of course, thanks to Dave and thanks to uh, Aaron Decay and, uh, and Brother Steve for all pitching in and helping us do what we do for you. And it was good to see the radio family for the holidays, particularly as I saw to it that we held off on the Christmas dinner until after Christmas. That's the way to do it. Avoid the overstuffed restaurant scene. And the Christmas greetings, because it's fucking over! Jesus. Although, indulge me, if you would, for one brief Christmas song. I know. We don't want to hear Christmas songs again, Johnny. Uh, there's, there's one or three satellite stations that play Christmas music every day of the year. But while we were on hiatus, some of you uh, might know that uh, Trump's Christmas message the one he x out on, I believe, on Christmas Eve, essentially told all those that are not trump Todds, rot in hell, in so many words. Jeez. Here's the guy that wants to be president again. Merry Christmas and rot in hell. So I have to say it time and time again, if you are tempted to or if you are going to vote for him next year, assuming you get the opportunity to, you are helping us to move forward into. Well, actually, it's not forward. You will help us go back in time and quit on this republic, quit on trying to foster some type of democracy. And I feel for you. Huh? It's sorrow. It's sorrow. <laughs>
3: This is the 11L Network, Radio New York International.
10: Living his life without his wife, she's nowhere to be seen, as he sits all alone and eats supper. Posting all night to the alt-right, Adderall and caffeine, is the fuel that helps him persevere. Rod in hell, Rod in hell He's all alone at Mar-a-Lago Soon he'll dwell in a prison
0: cell When Jack Smith puts him away Melania's face on the side of milk cottons? Nah, that would spoil that milk.
11: Johnny Lightning.
0: So I keep hearing about this potential possible resurgence in COVID. And I find myself thinking, mask up again? Will I? Should I? I have to ask my doctor, Dr. Liederman. No, 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 not him. Not him. In this time of crisis for the world, there's only one place to go for COVID 19 medication. Hello, I'm not a doctor. I'm a paid spokesman for COVIDia. COVIDia is the first non approved, what have you got to lose treatment that in quadruple blind testing using blind corona patients, paid in cash to share their recovery stories with us, yielded results showing that COVIDia may lessen or may not. Who can say for sure? Not me, I'm not getting sued. The symptoms and effects of the coronavirus. COVIDia. COVIDia may not cure your COVID-19, but at least you will have been proactive in your own treatment, even if you die.
2: Covidia! Try it, you'll like it.
0: Former sufferers can't stop saying good shit about Covidia. Yeah! <laughs> not, not only did I start breathing a lot better after using Covidia, but my gout and nail fungus have,
2: oh, they practically disappeared!
0: After using Covidia, not only was I discharged early from intensive care, but now I can shoot lightning bolts out of my ass. Look! <laughs> COVIDia. It may lessen the effects of COVID-19. May lessen, and it may promote recovery from COVID-19. According to doctors, we pay well. COVIDia! Don't take COVIDia if you suffer from any of the following: seizures, blood clots, heart palpitations, trouble breathing, and soft stool. COVIDia is not licensed or approved except by Dr. Ma. She knows. Oh, yes. She knows COVIDia can help. Can help. Side effects of COVIDia may include diminished bank accounts, having to listen to our commercials, and a miserable but relatively quick COVIDia. All natural COVIDia. So, get off that respirator and on COVIDia. COVIDia. Do not ask your doctor if COVIDia is right for you, unless he's on our list of approved doctors. And for ease of use, COVIDia now comes in chewables, capsules, and suppositories. And soon to be available, COVIDia vapes. COVIDia. COVIDia. What have you got to lose? What do you have to lose? I'll say it again. What do you have to lose? Learn more about COVIDia and download some sweet Trojan viruses by going to our website, placebolabs.com slash COVIDia. Stop social distancing fast with the all-natural, prove otherwise, COVIDia. COVIDia!
2: Music, news, and fun
12: with John Lightning
10: on WBCQ. We are the planet.
7: Oh, hi. The National Association of People Who Can't Stop Using Their Cell Phones disagree with the conclusions of a recent study that shows frequent use of cell phones causes a slowing of brain activity. And we were... yeah, Hold hold on. Yeah, uh, Tina, I'm kind of in the middle of... He said that? I'll call you back. Okay, cool. Okay, where was I? Uh, We don't believe that using cell phones can slow brain activity because I... I got to call Tina. Hold on. Tina, hey, so he said that about me? Where was he? I'll blow it out your shorts, pal. Oh, Tina, I got another call coming in. I, I think it's him. Yeah, I'll call you back, okay? Yeah. Steve, dude, uh, can you hang on? I got to finish this thing I'm doing. Anyway, we are not slow brain. and I... Oh crap. Steve, I'm going to have to call you back. Thanks. This announcement paid for by the National Association of People whose cell phones are more important than their health. Tina. You're never going to believe who I just ran into. It's fun. On AM with John Lightning. The Planet WBCQ.
0: This is the QWBCQ. And yes, I am John P. Lightning. And uh, once again, probably in the last hour or so of this show, we're not going to take a deep dive into any issue. I I now turn off podcasts. I click off them if they start with uh, "Good evening." We're going to discuss, and then they mention the issue, and then they say uh, we're going to take a deep dive. No, perhaps the worst, <laughs> the worst example of this uh, I could present was a uh, what was it? Ocean Gate. You know the uh, the the submersible, that so-called submarine that didn't quite make it down to the Titanic on its last voyage. I swear to you, I was, I was watching a special where they were analyzing the possible faults that caused that tragic accident, and the guy presented it as follows. Uh, so, right now, let's take a deep dive into this tragedy.
2: No! No! The deep dive was why there was a tragedy! Dive!
9: Dive! Dive! <laughs>
11: Die
0: die. i don't know why i play that <laughs> ah, ah good heavens i need um i i need help yes you all know that by the way let's uh let, let's check the emails here and see what we've got here our, our very own brother dave the boogeyman checking in he's on an amtrak auto train Uh, He's somewhere in South Carolina riding the rails and the signal, so to speak, is coming in nice and strong. And thank you, Dave. Glad to hear that. Mitchell checked in. Always good to hear from him. And he states, uh, what is this? Helen Keller's sex toy collection is now on sale at Sotheby's. I'm not going to take that any further. Brother Brad checks in to say... You are barely there on 6.160 here in Massachusetts. And what are you going to do? That's, uh, that's what the, uh, the Internet feeds are for, uh, courtesy of you and Larry. sir. he writes, I am wondering if the dropouts or inconsistencies previously experienced by online listeners is still happening and is still happening. Well, uh, I've gotten no such reports tonight, so I believe everything is fine. Uh, Brad goes on to state, uh, it turns out that the feed cable to my building was waterlogged. Hmm. And it got changed out last week. So now that that's fixed, I wonder if the problems have gone. Uh, they seem to be. And about guitar players being old, Brad states, I am 67 and still play every day and wants me to check out a group called the Flumes.'" I never heard of the what what the what the fuck are the floons? Let's see, the floons are a uh, are are a group. uh, Well, they they have a website and they have a uh, a bunch of clickable music links. brother brad does in his spare time playing that there guitar that uh, according to the website he's been playing since 1970 which means uh, he's gotten rather proficient at it that was the floons if you'd like to hear more floons music uh, i i think you've already figured it out you can go to the grit site the grit site is generally uh, hopping with music uh much if not most all of the time so uh grits And groceries and good music are always available at the Grits website. You already know the link. And that link also provides you with this show. So you already know it's a it's a good link and a good place to go to on the internet. Let's see, we've also got an email here from Brother Skip, who states that the three sons were a '50s jazz pop nightclub group. Didn't know that, and according to him, they played around the New York City area, which makes sense because the song was recorded in uh, in the RCA Studios here on uh, on. I was going to say on the Al-Sat- here on the Isle of Manhattan. Uh, Skip also mentions the guitar piece may have been played by Bucky Pizzarelli. And as it turns out, no, it was, it was actually played by uh, jazz guitar great George Barnes. So uh, when, when you listen to the Roots of Rock segment and you hear that guitar wailing in the background, mm-hmm, that's who it is, George Barnes. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, for the most part, unknown to the rest of the world, guitarists that you should get to know. And you should also get to know much better the show that many people already know as you're the little bit of everything Radio Extravaganza. Do it now while you still can. Can I hear that jingle again? Uh, I love this jingle. Good God, man, it's later than you think. The time you're always right with. All
8: Jingles. That's me. <laughs> you, you, you're listening to ah!
4: Lightning! From the Isle of Staten in New York City, R&I.
8: Anti-government standoffs can be tough and long. How many times has this happened to you? You're in a prolonged shootout with tyrannical government forces of the New World Order when, whoops, you've got to go. And you can't reload and unload at the same time. Until now. Introducing Defends, the first adult diaper made specifically for teabaggers. Each Defends diaper comes with the preamble to the Constitution printed right on it. And Defends patented wicking action moves moisture off your private property and protects you from wetness while you protect your rights. Defends comes in small, medium, and George Zimmerman. And it's also perfect for rallies, marches, town hall meetings, hostage situations, and filibusters. <laughs> Defends. Because our movement shouldn't be sidetracked by yours. R&R
6: makes me
12: happier
8: than i ever Ah, dig in, never
12: been
0: Your source for music, news, comedy, and fun remains the 11L Network, and I'm the remains of John P. Lightning with breaking news. Ba-da, 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 breaking news, breaking news. The Colorado Supreme Court, they 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 work on Sundays? Huh, well, apparently, because breaking news, the Colorado Supreme Court has just voted to remove Bill Clinton from the Epstein client list.
7: <laughs> what? Honey, I'm home. John Paul
0: Ted can't stop emailing tonight, and and I'm trying to pre-read these so that that I don't have to read them all. He writes to say, Johnny, uh, I haven't heard you discuss at all the uh, recent reports about uh, Donald Trump's (coughs) body odor. And it would be easy to believe that somebody his size that doesn't take particularly good care of his health, who invariably these days looks like a sweaty mess, you know, I, I guess that's possible. Although there's no truth to the rumor that at his most recent court appearance, when the judge was trying to bring the courtroom to order, she didn't say order. She said, odor in the court! odor in the court! No. <laughs> no. Fuck you! Write the show! Go ahead! I dare you! And yeah, Ted, Elon Musk up, a- Perfect example, the ultimate, the quintessential example of a millionaire that did very little to amass his millions. I mean, he was born into great wealth and, yeah, apparently invested it well. I mean, the man certainly got skills, although we can't tell what they are if we try and ascertain how smart he is by looking at his tweets on X. But I read a report the other day about a Tesla uh, Tesla owner that said he had to uh, cancel his plans for the Christmas holidays because the weather was so cold.
2: How cold cold was was it?
0: His Tesla wouldn't charge up in the freezing weather. And he seemed to be really pissed off about that. When instead, on the upside, he should have realized, hey, I've got three kids and my Model 3 Tesla didn't back up. And run over the kids. So come on, I got off easy.
3: This is eleven L R and I. A little
0: bit of
11: everything for you. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: And in other news, this is turning out to be a uh, turning out to be a little headline segment, kinda. Of. <laughs> but I've got so much of this stuff that I never get to. It was reported this week that Kimberly Guy- Gilfold, Gargoyle, as Michael Cohen correctly refers to her as, supposedly she said to Alina Haber, Habba, Alina Habba, <laughs> Alina Habba, da 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 I'd appreciate it if you could please get my fiancé and his brother off. I'd really, really appreciate it. And I don't see why Alina wouldn't. Well, okay, actually, I do. Because chances are... She's busy getting Trump off right now, if you know what I mean. He sure didn't hire her for her competence, unless it's at Giving Head. Ladies and gentlemen, the beat goes on. 11L R&I, Lightning. 11L <laughs> and Eleven. Eleven
11: Music,
1: Lightning.
0: Exploring the roots of rock and roll, I'm John Lightman. One of the progenitors, one of the founding fathers of rock and roll is unquestionably Little Richard. Richard Wayne Pennyman was born in Macon, Georgia back in December of 1932, finally leaving this party in May of 2020. Little Richard had a unique style and a rather flamboyant presentation Pounding the keyboard wildly. The heavily made up songwriter and pianist and singer was certainly unique and different back in the 1950s when he hit the scene. Originally recording, I believe, for the RCA label, where his recordings didn't do much. Until he recorded a tune entitled Tutti Fruity. Now, the original lyrics of Tutti Fruity were somewhat vulgar, including phrases like Tutti Fruity, good booty. If it don't fit in, don't floss it, you can grease it, make it easy. Original lyrics to that song that y'all never heard because it was significantly rewritten. Richard never saw it as much of a song. Indeed, he didn't think it would be a hit. And after all, the song was essentially about anal sex. Where Richard picked up the song from is, well, well we're still not quite sure but with the assistance of a local New Orleans singer-songwriter, Dorothy LaBosterie, I might have horribly mangled her name there, (laughs) she whipped it into an acceptable song, and by the time Richard had put a band together in 1953, he was singing Tutti Frutti, uniquely dressed with his unique hairdo, and of course, enough makeup to definitely stand out among the other performers. Richard recorded Tutti Frutti for the specialty label, and his producer, Otis Blackwell, decided to record the song at Cosmo Matassa's J&M Studios in New Orleans, featuring many of that label's great session musicians. Otis Blackwell heard Richard playing around with Tutti Frutti during a rehearsal session, and realized with his risque lyrics, it would need a little cleaning up, which Dorothy provided. Indeed, she came in with the words about 15 minutes before the recording session was about to end. And it took but three takes to produce an all-time rock and roll classic recording. In September of 1955, the song got picked up by local New Orleans area DJs and, well, it was just too up-tempo, too upbeat to not get lots of airplay and become a hit, influencing, of course, many cover versions covered by artists such as Pat Boone, of course, Art Mooney, The Four Jones Boys, and perhaps the most important remake, mm-hmm, Elvis' remake in 1956. Tootie
10: Fruity, oh Rudy. Tootie Fruity,
0: oh By the way, I should note that Little Richard went on to record several more versions of Tootie Fruity, and as covers go, uh-uh, none of them could compare with the original. And there's little doubt that Little Richard's successful flamboyance brought a lot of talent out of the woodwork. Indeed, according to James Brown, seeing Little Richard singing Tutti Fruity" and Getting Over, I went down to the WIBB radio studios to do a demo of my first hit, Please, 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 after watching him. And, well, perhaps Beatle Paul McCartney put it best when he said, It all started with Tutti Fruity, because that was the wildest record of the day. And of course, Little Richard went on to have a significant number of other classic early rock and roll hits. And if you're not familiar with them, go get yourself a copy of Little Richard's greatest hits on the specialty label, and you'll understand. Yeah, I like to say, a Little Richard goes a long, long way, and he sure did, remaining an influential figure in popular music for better than seven decades so let's have a listen to this classic roots of rock song which made it to number 17 on the pop charts and number two on the r&b charts it's truly a roots of rock classic the one and only
5: john p lightning
9: rocking the internet with the best of the best with the roots of rock and roll
0: flowering tops it's better music better music on the 11l network this is rni it's from the 50s to today now you can own every record every recording yes every record every recording we drive a truck to your house and uh well actually we don't need to now you can own every record every recorded free. That's right. Absolutely free. 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 Yes, free. That's because you can find it all on the internet.
3: Yes, the internet.
0: Yes, every record every recorded free. You can cut out the middleman. Cut out the record company. Cut out the recording artists. Hey, screw them. Like they need to make money for their art. You can get Lithuanian language records. Sesu, yes. Sesu, yes. Chances
2: are... Oh. Want to oh. Yes, every record ever recorded. Free! Plus, if you act now, an ice crusher. Thanks, Mr. Klein. Nope. Yes, every record ever recorded. You don't have to pay anybody anything,
0: save maybe for your internet service provider. Unless, of course, somebody has a Wi-Fi service near you. It's not password protected.
2: And you can grab a hold of that and do all your downloadings totally free! Free! Yes, responsibility, moral turpitude. Who cares
0: about people being compensated for their product? It's all there for you to grab free. Free. So do it today.
2: Call one 800 not really free That's one 800 not really free for all the details how to do it.
0: And leave off everything after N-O-T-R-E-A-L. Or just go to our website, woweefremusic.com. That's woweefremusic.com. Get in on the glut now and get your music free. Free. You know, I'm the old cousin. I ain't dead
2: yet, but I sure know how to get on the internet. And when I heard about this offer, I just had to stumble over to the computer... So tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> get in on the glut now and get your music free. Uh, free.
11: free.
0: Ah, yes, this is Sean Lightning with the show you do still know. As you a little bit of everything, Radio Extravaganza. Uh... So much news and uh, not enough hours. Not en- not enough, Yeah, you know, we can go until 2 in the morning, but fuck that, I won't, besides I didn't have dinner and I have to eat after the show and you know, don't want to be eating at 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, despite Dead B. Donald's recent claims that he never took an oath to support, word is not in there, support the Constitution. He took an oath when he was inaugurated and he took an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, which is what, somehow different than supporting it? The legal extent to which Trump and his lousy lawyers will go to try and make cases where there couldn't possibly be one is almost stunning to me because he never gives up coming up with new time-wasting proposals for his lawyer to submit with only one thing in mind Mm -hmm. keeping him out of the big house and putting him back into the White House friends anyone who would argue that promising to preserve protect and defend something about that What? Does not mean support of the Constitution? Anybody who thinks that is either really fucking stupid or just completely full of shit. And if you get the opportunity to vote for this guy next year, I hope not. If you get that opportunity, assuming he can run, you're not fit to be an American, pal. And in mostly southern states the boy is likely to reclaim those electoral votes once again you know, in places such as florida and texas the people in texas of course are largely brainwashed by religious morons and that doesn't mean that religious people in general are morons because uh, well Many of them prove otherwise by becoming such world-class fucking grifters. And when I refer to religious morons, I refer to those scumbags who fly around in big jets. Uh, some, some of them have to have two or three private jets which, of course, are being paid for by the suckers who are willing to, to, uh, to, to, to fight to let any number of women and children die in childbirth or otherwise because a Rolex-wearing priest told them that it was God's will, God's will, and, of course, they certainly cannot interfere with God's will. Yeah, these are the same pastors who also get plastic surgery and drive around in Bentleys and are uh, always going to be a thousand times more well-off than the riches of their congregants. Now, whether or not be Donald committed insurrection. That has not, of course, been legally decided in a court of law, which is what's pissing off a lot of Republicans. Uh, he needs a jury trial. Now, a panel of lawyers and politicians have decided that he did commit insurrection in Colorado, which, by the way, friends, is so evident, no fair-minded person should dare argue otherwise. Unless they like losing arguments. Or because they, to a much greater extent, favor the smell of Trump's ass to the weed that you could also sniff out all over Colorado. But their judgment seemingly holds no legal weight. Okay, It was not a court decision. It was really more of an administrative one. But then again, the 14th Amendment uh, does not require a trial, a, a judge to okay it in order to be able to say that he committed these offenses. And short of a trial, with a jury decision against Ned B. Donald. Some people think that this case is too fungible, that it's legally unstable. And yeah, I could see the Supreme Court judgment against it being even a 7-2 vote, as perhaps one Democrat appointment could see the problem with Trump being excluded from the ballot without what they would believe to be due process. A due process has to be served, but is due process required? See, that's the key here. Is it required by the 14th Amendment because it appears not to be? Again, the 14th Amendment, the use 14 to disqualify 45, that option seems possible. But only because the 14th Amendment, once again, it states that one only has to be engaged, engaged in activities that amount to insurrection. And all you have to do is look back on that day where he spent the better part of, what was it, about three and a half hours watching the insurrection go down? Enough reason right there to exclude this prick from the competition. And no mention of of court or jury decisions being involved as mentioned in the 14th Amendment because they're not necessary. Again, one last time, it does not state. That the candidate has to be convicted of insurrection to make it so. I would prefer something a bit more official. Some ruling with potential legal heft behind it. Because I want there to be no legal doubt. At least to the somewhat sentient hordes that do not pucker their lips over Trump's tape about what Deadby Donald attempted to do. And yet, he came frighteningly close to allowing his minions to accomplish a successful insurrection. Now, had a number of election officials caved to his demands, his illegal and traitorous demands, He would have further delayed the swearing in of Uncle Joe at the very least. (laughs) And of course kept him out of office. Kept him out of the office. He rightfully, legally, definitively won, assholes. Yeah. Trump's filthy handprints are all over the events of January 6th. And pal, everyone, everyone who supports this brigand and bum is doing our nation dirt, uh, doing so by aiding this criminal entity at Marilongo, making themselves culpable, culpable in his attempt to subvert the rule of law, to seize the office he lost, and uh, may I remind you that he lost by a scarily slim margin in the outdated, why the fuck is the Electoral College still a thing, Electoral College? A college with no academic standing, an outdated, no longer required, in my opinion, if indeed it ever really was, useless appendage of a time when one could have argued it was necessary. Now, if you believe the Electoral College is still necessary... I'm simply asking you, why? Our email address, johnplightning at aol.com. Why? Why do we still need this? Well, you know, folks out in uh, what you often refer to as flyover country, I mean, uh, what good are their votes? They don't really count for much when it comes to the electoral college, then fucking move. And by the way, I live in New York State, which is so uh, overwhelmingly Democratic. Uh, my vote doesn't fucking matter either. And if you still, still doubt the extent to which deadbeat Donald tried to obviate the true results of the 2020 election, you, sir or ma'am, are not just wrong, not just provably, soundly, no doubt about it, quit trying to defend your wholly indefensible position, wrong. You are enabling the potential end of our democracy, of this republic as we know it. Therefore, I assume that's what you want. And if you do, accept your status as a traitor to this nation, because that's what you would be. That is what you would be. Here once again to entertain and inflame, I am John P. Lightning. r with rock hard, bloody
11: gorge opinions. This is r New York City.
0: Well, I'm proud to be with you on the planet. Planet Radio WBCQ. And for the first time this year, thank you. Thank you, staff and management of Planet Radio for continuing to allow us airtime, allow us access to your transmitters, so that we could continue to create the new standard for a good radio, and even great radio, that's exemplified by yours truly, John P. Lightning. And, of course, without the kind assistance of our friends Larry and Brad, we would not continue to be here for you. We continue to be here for you, we being I, the Lightning Guy, Dave D Boogeyman, and L.F. Midwood, who will uh, hopefully be back up live uh, real soon now. So, thank you, friends, for allowing us to be a part of your life. It's nice to know that what we do here impacts upon people, and generally positively. That makes doing this almost worthwhile. Yes, we continue to be here for you on the queue. We are the staff and mismanagement of the 11L Network and Radio New York International.
11: We're entertaining
10: this
0: weekend. 11L Radio New York International. I'm going to play a song by an artist I don't believe I've ever played on or off the radio. And that artist is currently the most famous recording artist of our time. And yeah, it's Taylor Swift. Time Magazine's person of the year. And all things considered, why not? Certainly a better choice than any of the usual suspect politicians or other media figures. None of whom has probably spread as much joy and entertained as many people as Taylor Swift. Now, I'll admit to knowing very little about her music. And when I've heard it on the radio, my reaction is generally the same. Yeah, that's fine. you basic pop music. Nothing wrong with it. She writes good songs, it appears. She writes decent tunes and appears to be well worthy of her success and of her popularity. Particularly, I guess, for Gen Zers or whatever generation it is that is just the right age. To be listening to her music and appreciating it. And yeah, we know she puts on a good show. And she always looks quite fuckable. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Good looking gal. Going out with a football hero, a quarterback, naturally. How cliched. But all around seems to be a decent person. Whose music has basically eluded me until recently. When I was reading the Steve Hoffman Music Forum one of my go-to sites for music news, and a forum uh, where most of the people that post there are not assholes. What? Hello. They're informed. They're either musicians or people that really understand and appreciate music, and the discussions there are generally lively, friendly, and informative, giving me three definitive reasons to keep visiting the site. And a regular poster started a new topic, a new thread, I guess they call them, and it was as follows. Uh, Okay, I don't remember the exact name, but essentially uh, this poster was trying to draw a comparison between the crowds that go to Taylor Swift concerts and the type of people that used to follow The Grateful Dead. Now, you're probably thinking, how could that be? How could that be? Well, what this poster was positing was a comparison between the level of devotion of the fans and that many Taylor Swift fans view one of her concerts and then, like the Deadheads used to do, go on tour with Taylor Swift, so to speak, by following her to the next city and the next city to see as many shows featuring Miss Swift that they can. Even though, unlike Grateful Dead shows back in the day, essentially, they're going to see the same show night after night. It's going to be the same songs performed in the same order. Generally with the same solos, there's certainly not going to be much in the way of improvisation because that's not what she does. You know, the shows are going to be very well thought out and follow a very specific pattern. But so do her fans because of their level of devotion. Now, back with Deadheads in the day, they were generally insanely devoted to Mr. Garcia and the crew. And thousands of those folks did follow The Dreadful Great around the country, trying to witness as many shows as they could. The difference with The Dead being, of course, that all their shows were different. And even if they performed the same song at more than one show, you knew they were going to do it differently. There was always going to be something different about their approach to their own music, which made what they did all the more important, all the more interesting. Because they weren't by rote performances. They were risk-taking performances. Now, if you're going to a Taylor Swift concert, the only only risk-taking there is the possibility that you might go broke at the concessions buying food or Taylor Swift memorabilia. And I came away from reading that, uh, that posting feeling that the comparison was somewhat invidious, but I got what the poster was trying to say albeit not that well. And then I did a little research as one of the people posting at the forum mentioned a particular song of Miss Swift's entitled Cowboy Like Me. And as it turns out, the producer of that song and the person that played the lead guitar on the song, who's been working with Miss Swift for quite some time, he turns out to be... Mm-hmm, A Deadhead, yes. Uh, Indeed, back in, I believe it was 2012 or 2015, her producer produced an album of Grateful Dead song covers. And he played on some of those songs. So he obviously is more than a tad familiar with their work. And uh, this poster at Steve Hoffman's forum mentioned that the song had a Garcia ish sounding guitar break. So, needless to say, but I will. At that point, I got real interested in wanting to hear it. Yeah. And once I did, I had to agree. Yeah, real Garcia-ish and downright really beautiful. A really understated, yet perfectly succinct and sweet solo. And overall, the song itself, pretty damn good. Unlike a, a lot of today's pop music, it actually went through chord changes. More than two and key changes and musically it's a really good song and the simple understated guitar solo just brings it home so for those of you that have absolutely no familiarity with Taylor Swift's music which I would assume would be the vast majority of those listening to the extravaganza I'm about to share with you this tune written by Miss Swift and I'm about to do that mm -hmm, because it's good (laughs) And here it is right now for you on The Cube.
11: Sunday, Sunday,
1: this is r and
0: Music power.
1: And the tennis court I was covered up with some tent-like thing. And you asked me to dance, but I said dancing is a dangerous game. For.
0: Sublime. What a lovely ballad. Never gonna love again. By Miss Swift. As produced by Aaron Desner, who also played those sublime guitar parts. That was Taylor Swift. Good music.
7: Let's go. This is your radio. Your, your, your. Station.
0: It's your station. It's Radio New York International, but uh, well that well that's not the name of the station. At six point one six oh megahertz, this is WBCQ, transmitting from Monticello, Maine, in the United States of America.
1: RNI with John Lightning.
0: Yes, coming to you from the land of Deadbeat Donald. That this guy is still a Republican frontrunner for the party's presidential nomination. That anybody can listen to this guy and still think there's anything presidential about him. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. That the very average American can be cheated and conned by this crook, this criminal, and his brigade of brigands. Leaves me somewhat less than salubrious about the future of America. Pally, if you're not worrying about the future fate of America, you're either immune to the reality going on about us, you're totally uninformed or underinformed, or you just don't give a shit. And the latter is the only response that seems to make any sense. Ted scrolls out another quick email. John, regarding the Hamas deputy leader who was killed in an explosion, to which I have to say, yeah. All right. At least he died doing what he loves. Yes, is- <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Speaking of dead, it could have happened. An Indiana man was found with a handgun hidden in his, uh-huh, hidden in his rectum. Rectum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> Warning, John Sh- Sh- P. Lightning, free speech, taking over the airwaves. And this I'm certainly not making up. I'm actually not making it up. AARP members, I'm one of them. Oh, my God. Are being shown definitive favoritism when it comes to uh, getting early access to Rolling Stones tickets for their next tour, their next 20 tours, most likely. Yep. If you're an AARP member, you get first crack at those tickets. But of course, they're only for matinee shows. <laughs> hey, can't be late to bed. John Lightning, fun. <laughs> And yes, I love how many good things Uncle Joe has done for this country. And how the economy has come around and is relatively robust. And the stock market doing swell. Thanks to Trump, of course, according to him. The Biden administration is is running on the fumes of the great things he did for the market when he was in office, Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, the only downside I see to to the economy is the national debt, which Trump ran up spectacularly. What, by something like uh, more than a trillion dollars? Well, the national debt yesterday hit $34 trillion. $34,000,000,000,000,000,000 $34,000,000,000,000,000,000 000, dollars 000, 000, 000, 000, 000, 000 I think I got the right amount there 34 trillion trillion fucking dollars man America hasn't been attacked by that many zeros since Pearl Harbor come out jingles 11L-R-N-R. ah what a silly world what silly times we live in i understand people whose attitude is just like fuck it all because more and more every day i find myself thinking fuck it all i've been thinking that way at least since mm, 2016 okay maybe since the 1960s
12: fuck it all fuck it
3: This is
7: 11-L-R-N-I.
6: Happy New Year! 11-L-R-N-I. Counter Culture Radio.
9: Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the face. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says rice. This is for you, and you, and you. for on the milk and listen to the standard says it's nice. We're on the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. In
3: the morning,
0: says rice. Hear them talking,
3: crisp Rice crispies. That was the Rolling
0: Stones, for Rice Krispies. Back before the word "Krispies" meant the members of the Rolling Stones.
6: John Lightning, praise the Lord.
9: Hi, this is mick jagger and I uh, hope you can be listening to radio veronica on the 12th of uh, october when we're gonna have uh, really a lot of Rolling stones records <laughs> okay <laughs>
11: John Lightning, top of the line, he'll do his best to ignore you. The best show once a day, with John Lightning.
0: That's right. Send us your email submissions if you'd like to interact with the show you know as the extravaganza. John P. Lightning at AOL.com. Can't state it enough times. I guess I can. Some people will be pissed off. Shut up already! John P. Lightning at AOL. Dot com. Well, so much has gone on since our last show regarding the Palestinians and the Israelis. I don't know where to begin, and I could easily do three hours, but bottom line time as usual. When Palestinians bemoan their fate, they should attempt to recall how, if, if, if they could be minimally impartial for just a moment, They should recall how Israel, the state of Israel, has always been their primary chance of survival, of advancement, of prosperity. And they keep fucking up those chances because they cannot accept anything from the dreaded Jews. All they want from the Jews is they want them all dead. Israel, gone, goodbye, see you. If you're Jewish... You need to be dead. Because that has not changed. Because that has not changed in particular uh, since Israel got every last Israeli out of Palestine in 2005. All they've done is further incarcerate themselves. I mean, uh, think about it. This, This war went on for quite some time between the Arabs and Israel. I mean, this all started, what, in 1948, 1949? That was the first of seven, seven separate wars started by Muslims, simply because Israel still existed. And of course, at the end of the day, both uh, Israel and, 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 and Pakistan and Kashmir and all these conflicts, you look at all these conflicts, invariably, they're solely due to Islam being totally unable, unable to live with anyone else except uh, Muslims. And of course, in Israel, if you're a Muslim living there, you're a citizen, and you're treated the same. The same laws are in effect for you as any Jew, or excuse me, Jewish person. Some comedian this week said something about a uh, you 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 can't refer to Jews as Jews. Pretty fucking stupid. We've discussed this in the past. There's nothing, you know. I I often say, when did the word Jew become anathema to Jews? When did it become A pejorative. Well, nevertheless, Muslims are greedy. Yes, they're greedy. They want more and more. They always want more. Israel, sure, we'll take it. And uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, Jordan, what do you you say? Jordan, Iran, come on, let's keep going. Uh, Rob writes, hey, Johnny, you should consider this. Chimpanzees are quite genuinely some of the nastiest animals on the planet. I don't know where this is going, I haven't rerun it. Chimps will deliberately invade an enemy troops' territory. They will attack if they have the numerical advantage, but they'll run away if they don't. They will beat the males to death. They will tear baby chimps limb from limb, and of course, they'll rape. All the females and they will do this repeatedly and consistently over a long period of time so they can annex the territory of the other troop so therefore just what is the difference John between Palestinians and chimps well I'd say maybe 10 or 20 IQ points what? In whose favor, Rob? Come on, we know, we know. So thank you, Rob, for that enlightening email. Now, here will come the, you're a racist bigot, etc., etc., etc. comments that I generally do not read, uh, excuse me, pre-read the emails to the show. And, uh, you yeah, know, I, I might have to reconsider that. And uh, on Jan 6, the prestigious, well, at one time, New York Times mentioned the events of that day on the front page not at all. Indeed, they only mentioned what happened three years earlier. Uh, You had to get to page 12 of the print edition. Meanwhile, Ted B. Donald gives another disjointed mess of a speech. He called the January 6th patriots and hostages of a corrupt, Government, and uh, then uh, as we played a little earlier, he uh, he uh, in, informed us uh, about his knowledge base on magnets. <laughs> total gibberish, total fucking gibberish. And as I also mentioned uh, a, a while ago, he took credit for the all-time stock market highs. Nope, had nothing to do. With Joe Biden anchoring the government, it was all a side effect, not only of what he did, but uh, what the stock market increase really points to. And I heard somebody today say,
5: one of these genius analysts, the stock market's good, the rich get richer, but the stock market's good because they think Trump is going to win the election. (laughs) <laughs> i believe that's true and whatever good they have right now is the fumes of what we left them it's coming off the fumes of what we've left them but the stock market is good because a lot of people think we're going to win the election so that's an interesting uh, an interesting fact i felt that but i didn't want to say it but i think we will say it
0: uh, an election that's still the better part of a year away that's why the stock market is peaking now Just listen to his speeches. Just listen to the absurd and you gotta be fucking kidding me statements he makes. And then, if you could still support him, I, uh... Again, I feel for you. And it's sorrow. It's sorrow. Because the man... Well, all right. I should admit, he knows about everything. I know paper. I know cans.
5: When cans... start to literally rot when paper is rotting. It's been there for a long time. Nobody cleans up anything. The medians, the dividers, they're all broken and falling
0: down. And by the way, did you know that Antifa and the FBI created January 6th? You probably heard him say that too. That's what he said. Not that you would know he said any of this if you read the so-called prestigious paper of record, the New York Times. Now, had Uncle Joe said anything close to the uh, to the word salads and that these are roid salads with Russian dressing that Trump keeps delivering, it would be above the fold in the paper in 200-type font reminding us that he's in cognitive decline. Let's see. Inflation is down. Job numbers continue to go up. Wages are also going up. Fuel prices are going down. Uh-huh, we already know the stock market has hit new highs. Build Back Better is doing a relatively good job of restoring our rotten infrastructure. This is all actual good news. It's good news all around. While deadbeat Donald accomplished uh, just what? Just what did he accomplish in his four foul Years of rudderless leadership, and he will go on whining about his second term being stolen, using projection to claim everything he has done wrong. Biden has too. Mm-hmm. The Biden crime family. Really, you said sack of bovine excreta? I'd like to think most Americans are not buying that. But as most Americans also appear to be somewhat too incredibly underinformed, <sighs> just think about it. I love the poorly educated John Lightning. The more
1: for America's Great Talk with John P. Lightning. Wonderful R.I. <laughs>
11: uh,
4: Martha, I can't get up. What do you mean? Well, the older I'm getting, the tougher it is to climb out of bed and
3: start the day. George doesn't know it, but this morning he's getting prune tang, a brand new breakfast drink that'll get him up and active before he knows it.
2: Here, honey, drink this.
4: Mmm, not bad. Tastes like cranberry juice and tuna. I'm feeling good. I feel like I could move a mountain. Come here, you little muffin. Oh, George.
3: Don't let age get you down. Try the new breakfast drink sweeping the rest homes of America. New Prune Tang. It stores everywhere.
4: (laughs) Celebrate the second anniversary of the insurrection with a gift any red-blooded seditionist would treasure.
12: It's amazing.
4: January 6th Cargo Shorts. (laughs) Be the traitor of your dreams in these high-quality shorts that'll have your 8chan message board screaming, You look proud, boy. There's a pocket for your face paint. A pocket for your raccoon pelt. Another for your overdue alimony payment. One to store your stepmom's phone number when you need to post ban and a pocket for a noose that'll have Mike Pence running for a Waffle House. Act now and we'll fill one of those pockets with a 2000 Papa Roach CD. (laughs) Every pair of January 6 cargo shorts are lovingly assembled in a Chinese sweatshop. But we put a big made in the USA patch right on the ass. Do your next insurrection in style in the roomiest shorts this side of the Capitol Police line. Available in XL, XXL, XXXL, and Daddy done. January 6th Cargo Shorts. Call now.
0: Get 10% off your order by using promo code INCEL. To order now, call 1-800-JANUARY-6. That's 1-800-JANUARY-6. And leave off the 6. That's the 6 for how many years most of these assholes deserve to get. At minimum... Tommy and his family are new to the show listening in Ohio. Radio New York International. Where's the cut I want? Where the hell is it, Kim? Yep.
8: Coming to the House of Representatives Stadium in Washington D.C. Prepare to have your face rocked off by the monsters of political mayhem as true Social hosts and Fox News hosts deliver to America the first annual Republican impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden extravaganza. Watch, watch as witness after witness testifies to nothing, nothing, nothing. It's insane. It's insane. Watch Jim Jordan roll his it's sleeves up. Gates in wonder as. Marjorie Taylor Greene mud wrestles a female grizzly platonically. platonically, platonically, and coming to you straight from the great Kentucky Commonwealth, James, James. Noble no. No. Comer, as he does his best Mitch McConnell.
4: John P. Lightning.
10: Eleven
2: L R N I international
0: yes radio new york international pal that's what you're listening to and uh let's see we got an email here where's the email where to go there we go here's an email from mark stating that it's a great show (laughs) wow am i capable of anything less and he says thank you for doing what you do so well Thank you for saying that, sir, because even though I know the show is brilliant and uh, that my work is just downright fucking impeccable, yeah, it's nice to hear it from y'all out there. And Brother Craig checking in. Good, good, good to hear. Doc, thank you. Uh, he states, I want to change my name to Filadio T. Johnson. <laughs> And uh, make that Johnson mine. No, not you, Craig. No, you. I, I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know maybe, maybe maybe Craig is good at doing that. Uh, maybe he's never done that. Uh, which reminds me of a story. I'm not going to tell tonight. I'm not going to tell tonight. Now, regarding again Palestine and Israel, where do I begin? Well, first of all, who comprises Hamas? Most people would consider Hamas to be an uh, a group of internationally recognized terrorists. Terrorists. Terrorists who are uh, in concert with and, uh, and who are affiliated with most of the same people that attacked us on 9-You-Know-When. This time, they're targeting this tiny little global minority of people, those Jews, that, that 15 million or so people who share an outsized amount of goodwill to humankind around the world because they've been oppressed, attacked, and they were exiled for thousands of fucking years. Half of them were killed just, what was it, about 80 years ago uh, in that event? What was it? The uh, Holocaust. (laughs) The Holocaust. An event that was a real genocide. Not the made-up one many Palestinians claim they're suffering. Because you have been brainwashed to think this tiny oppressed minority who are just trying to survive are the oppressors. Now, are are, are they committing what could be considered war crimes? Yeah. Are, Are lots of civilians and very young civilians dying? Yeah. And yeah, that's war. That's what fucking happens particularly in Palestine, where uh, something like uh, over 50% of the population, uh, I, I think, are younger than 21. And they've all been raised to hate Jews. They've all been raised to accept nothing other than the total destruction of the state of Israel. How do you deal with such people? And, of course, Muslims overall are far outnumber the the total number of Jews on this planet, which is essentially a really tiny group of people. And this tiny group who removed all of their citizens from the Gaza Strip 18 years ago. Here you go, folks, it's all yours. They left it for the Gazans. And they left an industry and an economy that was... Really rolling along just fine. They also had a tourist industry. They had a gorgeous coastline that, uh, that could have been the Dubai of the Mediterranean. And what did the Palestinians do with it? Well, we all know. They destroyed it. They instead used Palestine as a terrorist staging area for the estimated, oh, 50,000 or so rockets that they aimed at civilians. And the scariest thing is that if you went to visit them, if you were one of those uh, LGBTQ people for Palestine, (laughs) if you went to visit them with your green and purple hair and tattoos and piercings, they'd take you up to the nearest rooftop and say, Oh, look down there. Do you recognize those people? Why, I, I, I believe I do. mm that narrative that Israel stole their land, by the way, that just ain't true either. Israel was given the land by the UN in concert, I guess, with, with the British back in the day, just like Syria, Iraq, Jordan, and Lebanon were given land. Before they were countries, those nations before they were nations were controlled by uh, by the foreign Turkish you know those people from Turkey and that was the case for over 500 years I believe they referred to it as the uh, Ottoman Empire look it up the land wasn't theirs until after World War One look it up and then it was given to them freely and even though Israel is also freely killing many innocent (laughs) Palestinians in an effort to wipe Hamas and they should settle for nothing less than the death of every one of those scumbags. Israel will make phone calls to the locals to warn Gazians if they have a phone. They also send uh, SMS messages and emails. Everyone with a phone gets a warning through those means and in multiple languages. And, of course, Israel drops flyers or leaflets all over the area they're about to fuck with, with directions in multiple languages and maps that will supposedly get those people to safe zones. Although I don't think there is any such thing as a safe zone anywhere in Palestine. And Hamas has been falsely reporting that Gazans were only told to go south. But in actuality, they were told to go south and towards the seacoast because they would not be safe near the borderline fence. And again, if you're LGBTQ or even just female, how could you support Hamas? Because your support also means that you should accept your death sentence. That's what they would give you because By the Sharia law you advocate for, you, well, Sharia law states essentially you are a criminal just for being who you are. And by the way, by the way, that also goes for Christians because Christianity is a crime against Islam. It's a crime in Islam. And bottom line time again, What can we do about all of this? What should we do? Well, I think that should be obvious. There are, what, approximately 50 Islamic nations in the world, as opposed to only one Jewish state. Israel is also the only democracy in the Middle East. And if you live in a country with a democratic government, And you are protesting, however misguided you are because of disinformation, you do have a dog in this fight. And it's not Hamas. As to who will stop Hamas? Well, the IDF, they're going to be relentless in their pursuit of these scumbags. And they have to be until until Hamas is gone until it's gone and, and I, I would guess international structure of some kind is set up to police Gaza, which is nothing more than the DMZ and has been such for decades. And one last question. What can we do? Well, I think the best thing most American citizens could do is stop spreading lies about this situation. Yeah, that would be a good start. A real good fucking start.
4: On 11L, it's your extravaganza with John P. Lightning on RI.
8: Glad to have a MAGA-packed Supreme Court? Proud that they lied under oath to get the
4: job? If so, thank a MAGA Republican. If you enjoy seeing our rights
8: disappear one by one, thank a MAGA Republican today. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Well, just a year or so shy of 40 years of doing radio. Oof, a uh, phenopoly, phenopoly, I'm John P. Lightning, bringing you the extravaganza. Because otherwise I don't have a life.
5: I have no life. Well Here's another nice mess you've gotten me into.
12: Hey,
7: Al have you got that report? <laughs>
12: yeah, I got huh
7: Oh, man. I'm sorry. I got this terrible cold and flu. I tried taking some
1: of that Vix NyQuil. You know, the sneezing, coughing, aching. I could use some rest cold medicine.
8: What you need is new, improved Vix NyQuil.
1: It's better?
8: New Vix NyQuil is the sneezing, aching, coughing, gallons of snot running out of my nose. I've got the drizzling trot. Spend my life on the toilet. Smells like something died in there. I can't get any sleep. I'm going insane. Just throw some dirt over me. Cold medicine. Ask for it by name. Thi- thi- this
0: is 11LR Yes, we get emails. Sometimes I wish we didn't, but we continue to get emails. No, we definitely need your emails. That's what makes the show interactive. And unfortunately, Chris wants to interact by asking me about Hunter Biden. Perhaps the biggest no story here, move along, nothing to see story. Oh. Of recent years. Because that asshole was responsible for giving Trump and company the opening to refer to the Biden crime family as the, excuse me, excuse me, as the Biden crime family, although them there Republicans that are still looking for some reason, they'll make one up yet to impeach Joe Biden. Joe has his dumb fucking son to thank for that. And I'll grant you, Hunter built the government out of millions, but he got caught. He paid the feds all the millions he owed. I believe that's the case. Uh, so obviously he was making good money. And again, there is not a whit of proof that any any of the money he made consorting with foreign entities and governments that he owed legitimate tax dollars on, there's no proof that any of that money found its way into his old man's pockets. And yet, it's the Biden crime family we hear about, while the family uh, whose patriarch is up on, what is it, uh, 91 counts? The arrogant asshole whose New York State businesses are being closed by the government of New York State that he is making these claims fucking absurd. Joe's getting it done. Hey, lots of pictures of him lately, some some nice pictures posted around the holidays of uh, of Joe and the Mrs. looking good. I saw a pic of of Biden, I guess he was decorating the White House Christmas tree. They took a pic of him on on step 2 of a 4-foot ladder. <laughs> to make it look as though, you know, he was really for an old guy, really not afraid to get up on that ladder. By the way, even though he was only on the second step, just out of frame in that picture was an aide with a net. <laughs> not taking any chances. But come on with this Biden crime family bullshit. The only crime, well, the only crime being committed here is that Uncle Joe has decided to run again. <laughs> to which I, I, I guess his ego wants to compete with the ego of Deadbeat Donald. Now, I'm one of those people that believes, Joseph, step aside. Step aside, Uncle Joe. Go lay down. Mission accomplished. Let someone else take over now and no, not Kamala. Uh, As Glenn Kirshner pointed out on a recent podcast, and uh, if you're ever on YouTube, how can you not be? Look up Glenn Kirshner's podcast. They're informative. You'll learn shit. Uh, He pointed out in one recently that the plea deal... Uh, Hunter had, well, that plea deal collapsed like a Chinese tofu drag home. If not, that would have settled the score for him pleading guilty. He was ready to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges, Chris. And had he pleaded guilty on those charges, he would have gotten nothing more than probation. But He didn't like the terms, what they were trying to do there. So now the feds want to charge him on six felony tax charges, which could get him up to 17 years removed from Gen Pop. He put himself in greater peril of spending time in jail by telling them to shove the shitty deal they were trying to give him. Imagine that, up to 17 years for tax evasion? Considering what I owe the IRS... uh, if they sentence me tomorrow, you'd never hear me again. <laughs> I'd be in jail long after I was fucking dead. But I consider those 17 years versus uh, some of the insurrectionist sentences. And I don't know what the fuck is fair, although there is a definite difference uh, when one is trying to beat the government out of money rather than what the insurrectionists did, which was trying to beat the government to death on a certain 6th of January. And as tax evasion is a federal crime, dum dum dum, if convicted, his old man of course could pardon him. Right? It's a federal crime. Hey, that's why he's running again, right? And unlike Trump, who's running again to return to the White House and stay out of the big house, Uncle Joe is running again to keep his kid out of the big house, or my uh, more likely some club-fed lockup. And uh, no, I actually don't believe that. And I don't believe Uncle Joe would pardon his kid if he was still president and Hunter was convicted of a federal crime, because he could do that, you no, know? You could pardon him. You could pardon Deadbeat Donald or Corn Dog or Corn Pop or Cornhole. <laughs> what was the name of that guy used to talk about that he took on? The big black guy? I think it was Corn Pop who might have wanted to Cornhole Uncle Joe. But now, of course, thinking about that, I want to play the Bob's Cornhole spot. So uh, stand by a moment while I try to find Bob's Cornhole. <clears throat> well, perhaps I should rephrase that. <laughs>
3: You're listening to 11, 11, 11,
1: 11, 11, 11,
0: 11, Everyone knows nothing's
4: better on the barbecue than sweet corn. Hi, I'm Bob Kelley, inviting you to the sweetest corn there is at my new store, Bob's Cornhole. Every morning I get up bright and early and make sure my cornhole is ready for you. So when you come into Bob's Cornhole, you'll see why getting into my cornhole is easy. But leaving the cornhole is hard. You'll see things in my cornhole you may never have seen before and everything in Bob's cornhole is fresh as can be. And I'm proud to announce I'm expanding my cornhole but the quality of Bob's cornhole will always be high. So when you want something special for your barbecue, come on into Bob's cornhole where we stretch ourselves to make you happy. Bob's cornhole because you haven't seen a cornhole until you've seen Bob's cornhole
0: You're listening to John Lightning R&L. Ah, yes, Polly, coming to you from the sewer of New York. New York City! This is Radio New York International. Mayor Adams, yes, I voted for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Call me an asshole. Asshole. You idiot. You'd be right. I voted for him. Perhaps the single worst mayor New York has had, certainly in my lifetime, they'll never be referring to him as America's mayor. Like Rudy Giuliani, who is pretty much broke. Okay, he, he doubtlessly has money scrolled away, probably in foreign accounts all around the globe. But if there's a more visible case in this area of how the mighty have fallen, Rudy is it. I believe it was my Facebook friend, uh, Oliver Martin, who commented after he was left with a $148 million tab that he owed those election officials in Georgia. Uh, Oliver wrote, I'm fairly sure that Rudy Giuliani won't be saying my treat anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good heavens. You know, getting serious for another couple of moments, it is actually rather sad for me to be thinking now that uh, at 70-plus years old, having been around since the 50s, it's sad to think that I may have lived through America's best years. No, America's best years are not to come. And if they are to come, it's iffy whether or not I'll still be around to see them. I'm going to come. I was a part of this great experiment when America was still a relatively robust democracy, when it was more the United States than the uh, fractured nation losing its united spirit that we've become. And I, and likely you, have witnessed this nation at its peak, its peak of prosperity and stability. And the future of America? Can you say dystopian, Pally? I mean, it's not just uncertain. It's downright fucking scary. Because... Since the digital age became the digital age. I mean, the, the digital age made every asshole with an opinion a potential Internet scholar. Somebody that other people would listen to. Unfucking believable And that's been the case ever since the decline in good behavior, decency, manners became the norm along with the female bulge. <laughs> it's been impossible to curb bad behavior, to even stop or just slow down the fraudsters, the scammers. Well, maybe if we nuke India and Nigeria. Okay, that way we would eliminate 90% of the online scammers. Hmm. Although it might not do anything to... Uh, Unnormalize the bulge. Normalize
9: the bulge. Oh, no. We are normalizing the bulge. Please don't. Women can have bulges, and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches while they're wearing their little shopping shorts at the mall. Oh. Normalize the bulge. Normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge.
0: Okay, you go ahead and try that. But if you're trying to normalize the bulge, you'll be trying to normalize a lot of trans people or just regular old cross-dresses into looking less than feminine because genetic women don't have bulges unless they've got some type of serious medical condition or are carrying quite a bit of extra weight in that area. (laughs) I don't see how else that could be the case. And by the way, Sal, who sent a couple of emails during the week, which I don't know where the hell I put them except for this one, with more and more non-genetic females, that's a thing, with more and more non-genetic females competing against genetic females in sporting events, and with those non-genetic females generally kicking the asses of actual females, my conclusion, Sal, is simple and simply likely to piss people off, and if it does, fuck them. Non-genetic females should not be competing against actual, look at the DNA, female females. And I'm sure you can make up some seriously flawed bullshit reasons why genetic men should be allowed to compete against genetic females and vice versa. Not that that happens often, but I ain't buying it, pal. No, shine all I, Sherlock. Now, if you think you can articulate a reason or reasons why that should be and why I am wrong, I would love to get an email from you. Billy writes in to say, Hey, JL, maybe the guy that tells people to rotten hell on Christmas is actually not a Christian. Well, Billy... Who except the most deluded among us, meaning your basic magamut, could possibly believe there's anything Christian about this man, who obviously is not much of a believer, if a believer at all, but who of course is playing up to his audience of Christians, many of whom see him as the second coming, this kind of Cyrus-like figure, that no matter how much bad shit he does, is still somehow good for America. By the way, Billy follows up that email with this. One more thing, Johnny, regarding Alina Haber. Haber, Alina Haber, Alina Haber. She's not much of a lawyer, the uh, the parking lot lawyer, as uh, as somebody refers to her because apparently her her area of expertise, not criminal law. Billy writes, "Alina Haber has but two things going for her." cheekbones, and absolute loyalty to a degree that's indistinguishable from brain damage. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth, baby. Ah, thank you for those truths, Pally. Yeah, our democracy is bleeding out. And using that tourniquet, known as the 14th Amendment, might help to slow the bleeding. But you know this Supreme Court is going to rule at least six to three against using it to disqualify him from any ballot in any state. And Elena Haber on TV pretty much telling Brett Kavanaugh to remember who put you in that office, who made you a Supreme Court Justice, therefore you 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 owe him just disgusting. Just disgusting. Yeah, but at least she's upfront about it, Johnny. Yeah, like that makes her any less fucking disgusting. And yeah, as I also stated back in twenty sixteen, what did I keep trying to remind you all? What what did I say would be potentially the worst thing about four years of Donald Trump? Well, if you don't remember, two words I kept repeating. Supreme Court put him back for four more at least. And with my luck and the luck of the average progressive in this country, all three so-called progressives on the court will probably drop dead during a second Trump term. And then we'll have all nine Supreme Court justices approved by the Federalist Society Foundation, whatever the hell it's called. Ultimately meaning democracy? Yeah, I remember it. It was fun while it lasted. Kind of like a New York where things seem to be getting better. Although crime overall is still down in New York City. Even though we're so strapped financially now. Thank you, Texas Governor Abbott, you motherfucker. Yeah, keep sending your buses here. We'll find a way to get back at you, fucko. Imagine that, Texas trying to bankrupt New York City. I and mean, we simply can't keep absorbing on the average a thousand newcomers every fucking day. However, if they keep most of them off my island and out of my neighborhood, I might survive this shit. I feel like I'm losing my mind. As for folks living in areas of the city where migrants have literally set up tent cities on the streets, I can understand your frustration. I really don't see this ending well for New York City and the surrounding area. Will I ultimately have to move someplace in the middle of Montana to get away from the ills, the ailments? The numerous problems New York City is facing and having to deal with and having to house, clothe and educate the children of these newcomers, all of whom, by the way, are here legally. These buses, they're they're not sending up buses full of undocumented immigrants. Not, of course, that that makes any fucking difference because those folks still stand a chance of bankrupting my city but it's a significant problem. I mean, you know, you compare it to drug use and defecating in the streets or urinating in the streets or uh, all, all these assholes riding around on sidewalks in unlicensed EV scooters that'll go 30 or 40 miles an hour down that sidewalk without any regard for enforcement. There are so many ills that have befallen New Yorkers. It's an extravaganza of extreme and execrable behavior. And our local Democratic leadership, yeah, they have no idea what to do. They really don't. I, I, I guess they're too busy sharing baby recipes. <laughs> oh, oh, newborns? I don't know. Would you want your newborn stuffed with ricotta or provolone? I don't know <laughs> which. <laughs> I don't know. My local leadership's not getting it done. I don't. Know. Maybe they could fit in a quick bit of uh, governing within the next couple of weeks and get something done because it seems like every two weeks, our elected leaders are off on a junket or going back home or just vacationing again. You know, they'll they'll come back and they'll try legislating for a week or two before taking off two weeks after that. You know, that the, the two-week-for-the-fuck-of-it break, which lasts two weeks. Then they'll come back and govern for another two weeks before you understand. Ah, uh, life in New York City, where if you haven't been fucked over recently... If you haven't suffered from some type of robbery or scam, you know it's a matter of time. Speaking of time, time right now for me to get to a request. I have one remaining request for music here this evening. And as I like the tune, you're about to hear it. If it will play. And apparently, it's not going to. So, So John... You're in another one of those no-win situations. I'll find something else to play. This is Radio New York International
4: on the 11L Network. Yeah!
6: First, there was Life Call me. I've fallen and can't get up.
4: I'm sending an ambulance and notifying your family right away.
6: Now there's quality of life call so you don't have to injure yourself to get the attention that you as an old person crave. Help me. I've burnt my toes!
4: I'm sending someone to scrape it and notifying your family right away.
6: No more staging phony accidents. With quality of life call you can call for any old reason no matter how pathetic. Help me. There's nothing good on TV.
4: I'm sending a cable install and notifying your family right away.
6: Quality of life call. For just pennies a day, we'll pretend we care. We hope we die before we get old. We're rocking wonderful R&I. Counter culture Radio.
0: All right, I know it was here somewhere, but I can't find the song, the request, that I was going to send out. And instead... Instead, how about this? How about I play something I really want to hear? Well, isn't that the case with most of the music you play? Well, that's correct. Yeah, but that also should be the case for all the music I play, because I play better music here on the 11L Network. Superstars of
6: music When you want your favorite melodies There's no other station like 11-L-R-N-I When you see a guy Reach for stars in the sky You can bet that he's doing it for some doll. When you see a John Standing out in the rain Chances are he's insane As only a John can be for a Jane When you see a gent Paying all kinds of rent For a flat that could flatten the Taj Mahal Call it sad, call it funny But it's better than even money That the guy's only doing it for some job When you see a sport and his cash is run short, you can bet that he's banking it with some doll. When a guy wears tails with the front gleaming white, who the hell do you think he's ticklin' fake on Saturday night? When a lazy slob takes a good steady job, and he smells from Vitalis and Barbasol it dumb, call it clever. Ah, but you could get odds forever that the guy's only doing it for Sundar, Sundar, Sundar. The guy's only doing it for ah. oh, yeah.
0: The great Rosemary Clooney. Love that cut.
1: The best music Wonderful arena
0: now you can own every record, every recorded. Yes, every record, every recorded. We drive a truck to your house, and, uh, well, actually, we don't need to. Now you can own every record, every recorded free. That's right. Absolutely free. 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 Yes, free. That's because you can find it all on the internet. Yes,
3: the internet.
0: Yes, every record, ever recorded free. You can cut out the middleman. Cut out the record company. Cut out the recording artists. Hey, screw them.
2: Like, they need to make money for their art. You can... Free. Free.
1: Eleven L. R. Nine. Oh,
12: the big sound. For the flies we New York. First in the U.S. Of
0: what I want to play as opposed to what the computer wants to play, mm, quite often not the same thing. Well, you never get the same thing show-wise when you listen to the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. Here every other Sunday night for you on Planet Radio WBCQ and at the links provided at johnlightning.com. That's johnlightning.com. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we uh, We are back and we will be back again in two weeks. Until so then, you'll just have to get along without us, as you managed to do for the better part of the last month, although you were kept quite informed and entertained by our pally Dave the Boogeyman. Uh, one of the things I wanted to get to in in, in my little off period there, yeah, I've, I've been off all my life, what am I talking about, uh, was Joe Rogan pissing me off because when you have... A fan base of 12 million subscribers. You have a fan base of 12 million people that could be horrendously, poorly, badly underinformed or given information that is just totally wrong. And uh, Joe Rogan mentioned one of his guests. Oh, did you hear uh, how Joe Biden said the other day uh, that we attempted. To take over the airports during the Revolutionary War, when fact is that was a statement made by Deadbeat Donald. Uh, let me play for you a little portion of uh, of, of what Rogan did say. Today. Did you hear what he said uh, like yesterday or a couple days
7: ago? He's he talking about the Revolutionary War.
0: And, and by the way, now he's talking about Joe Biden, when in fact this comment about the Revolutionary War was made by Deadbeat Donald. He's like, one of the reasons why we lost the Revolutionary War, one of the problems with the Revolutionary War was they didn't have enough airports. Yeah. <laughs> seen that? I saw that. See, it's easy to believe that Joe Biden would have said that because he's supposedly the one that's in cognitive decline when Deadbeat Donald continues to prove otherwise uh, and that he's the guy with serious mental health issues. And he, he he proves it with every rally. <laughs> like, like what? The like
4: hell? pull him.
1: It's <laughs> crazy.
4: If you were, if you had any other job, and you were
0: talking like that, yeah.
4: they would go, "Hey, you're done."
0: And you would think they would mean that about Donald Trump. However, by the way, the same stable genius that said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary
5: War is we didn't have enough airport. <laughs>
10: Whoa! Yeah, that's it. Whoa! Right, just <laughs>
7: what? Just for for the record,
10: is that
4: fake? It's not fake, but he was referencing Trump saying that. Here's what Trump saying it in 2019. Oh.
8: Donald.
0: Trump- oh, it took, it, it it took, Joe Rogan's producer fact checking him, to correct. That a uh, considerable mistake. Well, Trump said something about that. And he didn't say G- Jesus. He said a stable genius. And that's where the, oh. the
4: transcription. Let goes. me hear what it says. What
0: did he say?
5: <clears throat> the Continental Army suffered a bitter winter of Valley Forge, found glory across the waters of the Delaware, and seized victory from Cornwallis of Yorktown.
11: Mm-hmm.
5: Our army manned the airport, huh? it ran the ramparts. What? It took over the airports, it oh. did everything it had to do. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he fucked up. <laughs> so he fucked up. That Dead B. Donald said it was just a fuck up. When he thought Joe Biden said it, it was obviously one more example of his cognitive decline and a reason why he shouldn't be voted for. In 2024, 20, double standards. Yeah, I'd say so. Our army manned the
5: airports. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do.
0: <sighs> if you're not sad, <laughs> I just, I just keep getting sad, folks. And, uh, and, and yeah, Chris. Last email of the evening, yeah, having the Court of Supremes making the decision on whether or not Deadby Donald should appear on certain state ballots, not a great option, but as time is suddenly of the essence for this man who thrives on delaying shit, they likely will, and uh, this politically sepsis court probably will rule against the state of Colorado. And that decision just may be, just may be the right one. Even though it is not a defensible one, because four more years of the insurrectionist-in-chief could spell game over for this great experiment in a government by the people and for the people. Even though at times it is barely affected by the people and generally does sadly little for the people for the people, for the little people. Yeah, meaning the likes of you and I. Well, once again, at least for the last three hours, it has been my considerable pleasure, do you believe me, to have been here to entertain, to infotain you on Planet Radio WBCQ. I, being John P. Lightning, once again next week, won't find me around these parts, but Dave the Boogeyman will be here to keep you informed and entertained. Until then, as always, my very best to you and yours. I wish you good health, good luck, and uh, night, y'all. Thanks for tuning our way. Hope you enjoyed our jingles today. The pleasure's ours from 11
1: our and We're
11: here for you. Johnny Lightning!
8: You are a sad, strange little man.
9: Bye.
4: Goodbye, baby-roo. Jumba. The show is over, I gotta go. The show, show is, is over. over, I gotta go. Try it by yourself,
2: yourself once. If you just hang yeah, it the show over. is over, gotta I gotta go. go. The show is over, we gotta go. The show is over, we gotta go. The show is over, we gotta go. go. Now, It's show is over. We gotta go. Bye, y'all. 11 L R N I. Good evening. Good
0: night. Calm the fuck down. Talk to you again in two weeks. Bye.